Stand by to receive our transmission. Where are you boys from in the world? Alabama, sir. I got a bad feeling about this. Welcome to the Bama Geeks Podcast. We are four friends diving into our favorite pop culture topics with a dash of Southern charm. Right, we have the tools, we have the talent. It's Miller time. Whoa, this is heavy. Pizza dude's got 30 seconds. Wait, what? Crazy? You didn't say I was crazy. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. You want something done, you've got to do it yourself. Be excellent to each other. Party on, dudes! So grab your biscuits and gravy, a glass of sweet tea, and enjoy the nerdy hospitality of Brock and Jessica Parker, Bo Bearden, and Kevin Gardner. This is the way. This is the way. Welcome to episode 54. I almost said of the Alabama Ghostbusters, but we, <laughs> well, we I mean, about it. you're not technically wrong there, but that's no, not what this not podcast is titled anymore. No, we're yes. episode 54 of the Bama Geeks. We've been episode 54. It's like Studio 54 with less cocaine. <laughs> hey. Hey, there you go. <laughs> Oh my! <laughs> as soon as you say that, I go and start cracking my nose. This is good. Less cocaine and David Bowie. Yeah. <laughs> I like David Bowie. Oh, we oh, all love David Bowie. Of, there's a documentary of him on HBO Max. I saw today. I'm going to have to check out. Yeah. Ooh, wonder if it's the one that was in theaters a couple of months ago, or the one they were advertising. Oh, it might have been. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we missed that totally. Cool. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, episode 54 of the Bama Geeks, not the Alabama Ghostbusters. Yes. Uh, we were we were discussing ALGB and, uh, and the Ghostbusters community in our Patreon uh, segment. We went about uh, oh, more than a half hour, almost 40 minutes in there. If you want to plunk down $5 and enjoy some behind-the-scenes discussions and mm -hmm. some other uh, insights we normally will not share on the main feed patreon.com slash bama geeks if you don't want to fork over the five bucks that's, that's fine. fine enjoy the enjoy the main yeah. feed and hopefully we'll be just as entertaining that's right so uh i'm brock parker and my wife jessica Hi. is here hello everyone my dear sweet friend and brother bo bearden is here yes 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 our other dear sweet friend and brother <laughs> kevin gardner is not so we do not have Kevin this episode. We are Kevinless. It's almost like we're rudderless Ooh. without him. Oh, are we going to start talking about the ship parts of the ship no, again? We're not. Okay, because <laughs> no, he, he's not here to enjoy that. When that thing on the back, what is that? I describe that as a thing on the back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, we're, he needs to be here to enjoy things like that. Yeah. But since Kevin's not here, he does have a very special message. From on assignment, mm -hmm. Kevin is Go out to, in the field. Yeah, uh, we are all in Birmingham. Kevin is not. So, Kevin, what's up? Where where are you? Guys, it's your good buddy Kevin here, um, coming to you on the set of the Hobbiton movie set in uh, New Zealand. Um, uh, kind of waiting in line right now to go on my tour. It's actually kind of a rainy day, which the New Zealanders really don't like advertising that it rains here, even though it does. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm not, probably not going to have a whole half a lot of time to to uh, to to do any sort of, you know, 
um, tour or anything like that, uh, or just you know, any kind of visuals for you guys, other than maybe posting some pictures a little bit later, um, especially because it's you know it's raining and everything. But anyway, I just wanted to check in and let you guys know that uh, Kevin's alive and well, enjoying myself here in New Zealand, and I'll be back with you guys um, as soon as possible. So you guys have a great one, and I hope you enjoy the episode. And there we go. And there's Kevin on assignment. From yes. the yes. land down under. <laughs> yeah, Kevin's been eating Vegemite. I think he did say he tried, he tried a Vegemite sandwich, didn't he? Did he? I think he did. Oh, I Can have I to. to his language. Going <laughs> <laughs> to have to uh, definitely inquire about that. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Kevin, uh, as long as we've known Kevin for the past 14, 15 years, Kevin has talked all about yep. Australia and New Zealand. I mean, just wanting to be there. And uh, thankfully, he has made it. Uh, he is down there. So he said he actually right before we started recording this evening, he sent us these videos and asked us to share it with you. Uh, we got one more we want you to see uh, for Kevin, but just because, you know, he's in New Zealand. We're not we're not trying to rub <laughs> it in. He's not trying to rub it in. So, you know, even though we'd we'd love to be there with him. But uh, let's go to him one more time. How about that? Let's see. Yeah. Let's see where he's at and what he's doing. Checking in with Kevin. Guys, guess where I'm at right now? First of all, New Zealand, but maybe <laughs> recognize something right over the edge of my head there. I am in Hobbiton. Check this out. Mm. Mm, gosh, it's beautiful. Oh, man. Actually, right next to the official bag end. That's that green door. I'm going to show you guys. Our instructor is actually speaking right now. But check this out oh nice actually raining fairly significantly right now but uh this place even in the rain is absolutely gorgeous look at this they're building some new exhibits down that way some actual open hobbit holes that you can go into and yeah i'll see if i can take some other footage that you might can piece together but yeah this has uh been a phenomenal experience so far so i'm super happy for him yeah That's i mean awesome. i wouldn't even be mad if it was raining if i was in new zealand and he's not you can you can you can see that face he is i mean look at this guy right here look at this guy <laughs> that is a happy man right there and as a man living his best life in yeah. the future so yeah exactly he, we were we just finished lunch yesterday and he texted. He's like, you're not going to believe this. It's 630 on Sunday morning. It was 1 30. One Saturday afternoon, our time. Here. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I was like, well, look at you. I'm glad you're up and awake. <laughs> you know, we yeah. finished lunch. Gre you're eating breakfast. Greetings from the future. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> we, we, we absolutely love that Kevin has, has been able to go uh, on this dream trip. He's been talking about it for so long. Oh. I could not be more happy for him. Yep. And uh, we, we miss him here for this episode. But hey, you know, please don't be missing us. Enjoy that time, which I know he is. I have to say, we've done this many episodes. And I mean, this is the first time we've any of us had a trip or something kind of interfere with it. We've had sickness, right. but you know. Yeah, mm -hmm. sickness and other things interfere with the podcast. And Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 You know, well, I mean, we did have Dragon Con that kind of yeah. bumped one episode but that's okay yeah we gave him a two minute we're in the hotel room and tired and old um, <laughs> yes <laughs> you know it's just a nice check-in with everybody so yeah yeah 
So awesome, man. Uh, we'll, we'll catch Kevin back here live with us for the next episode. Scratch my eye. Hopefully you're watching mm. on YouTube. And uh, <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, well, enjoy this. Well, you know, the intro is going to be on the YouTube. It usually yeah, is, so. usually is, except for last time. Uh, episode yeah. 53 stuff from YouTube. Uh, if you're wondering where it went, it's uh, we've had audio issues uh, for the last three or four episodes. And I got so frustrated and upset uh, during the last episode. I said, forget it. I am not putting this on YouTube. It just the audio was terrible. I hope this is sounding much better. Uh, I've been playing around with it. Uh, some some of our, set, our settings and our streaming software and everything else and and with the physical equipment here at the house. Mm-hmm. So hopefully we sound better. Hopefully everything's been looking all right. You um, know, sometimes you just have you just have an off moment, and yeah, and our audio has been dealing us fits lately. Yeah, so this is, if you're one of the YouTube watchers and wondered where the heck we've been for the last four weeks, um, <laughs> sorry, I'm very sorry. I just I I couldn't bring myself to be happy enough to to uh, put that. It's on the audio feed. If you want to go back and listen to it, if you haven't yet, hopefully this is better. If not, you won't see this either. <laughs> At least he's honest. I mean. yeah. If I ain't happy, you ain't getting it. <laughs> so many old, things. Mama ain't bad. happy. You nobody happy. Yeah. Rock ain't happy. You yeah. don't see it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and do our roundtable. You know what Kevin's up to? So yeah, there yeah. we go. Kevin's segments yeah. out of the way. As of right now, as of tonight, recording this, Kevin is still in, in New Zealand and living it up with uh, a Hobbit coffee in his cup. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bo, what you been up to, man? Oh, uh, see, of course, one of the things I've been up to, we'll discuss here later, yeah. here, a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Not much. Uh, let see. Uh, I guess I'm two years behind, but I actually did it today, earlier today. I finally watched the Mortal, the Mortal Kombat movie. That's- oh, the, the like the pandemic version? Yes, yes. Oh, the, uh, okay. I, I was so excited to see that movie, and then eventually, because it came out around two years ago, mm-hmm. like around my birthday, and then yeah. the world shut down. Yeah. So, uh, I, and I kept saying, I was going to watch it, kept putting it off, putting it off, putting it off, and then finally today, I was like, you know what, I want to watch a movie, and I was like, let me go ahead and watch it, so. What'd you think about it? I really liked it. It was good, wasn't it? Like, they, they did a really good job of, like, I know they're trying to do world building. They brought a lot of obscure characters from like farther in the franchise into this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of things I'm wondering, like, I know I, I'm not, I'm the, uh, Oh, what's his name? I forgot his name. He's the, I call the audience character Cole. Yeah. 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 He, uh, he, uh, he's, he's interesting. He got to do a couple of things. I was like, ah, I wish some of the other characters got to done, but I kind of saw his, whatever his, his power coming once he discovered what it was but mm-hmm. i liked the movie it was really good like i it 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 had a lot of modern to it but also it just kind of had enough to that that kind of that 80s 90 action movie vibes to it so yeah overall i liked it i liked it a whole lot that's Have they, that's it that was the first movie that that you and i saw brock when we finally I, went back to the theater we were able to go back in yeah what sonic was the last one we saw mm-hmm. for before the theater shut down and then yeah mortal kombat first one back yeah sure was mm-hmm. um and i have not honestly thought of it since as i say because it really is a good movie yeah it's well i think uh, what also got me thinking of it, i think they finally officially announced the sequel did they so, mm-hmm. oh okay ah wait, wait, 
Do you have any news on that when it might come out? I, I just I just saw like was one of them actual, and it was actually it was just one of those uh, it moves in the pre uh, pre production balls rolling type mm -hmm. thing. Okay, well, good, good. That movie yeah. needs a sequel. It was I, I yeah, thought it was well done for Mortal. Kombat. Well, they did an excellent job like world building. Like instead of trying to do it in game order, they just went ahead and took like the whole in, the the Mortal Kombat kind of world and mm -hmm. put it there and just like ooh, because that's like the whole thing I was doing the old um, Leonardo DiCaprio thing with Easter eggs like. You know, that's like, <laughs> yeah, it's so. kind of like us here in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, speaking of, I, I know we talked about it in the last episode. Did uh, we, we took my son back to see it yesterday? Yeah. Um, uh, I noticed for the first time, it looked like the a deck of cards logo, lucky cards. Uh, oh, as, yeah, the, as it, an advertisement it, on one of the side of the buildings when they went back to Brooklyn. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, that's that's for." It finally caught my eye, and I got really happy about that. No, that, that's that, it. That's, I I can't wait till I get that movie at home and I can like dissect all the little Easter egg type things. It's already for sale on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, mm -hmm. I saw I saw I saw they were gonna have like I think that's gonna be the new norm now. They it's a it's an easy way to fight piracy. Yeah, uh, we were flipping around and it said it was on Voodoo, and it said for thirty bucks yeah. buy this movie, and I was like. Yeah. We're going to go see it today in IMAX. Why is it already on here for sale? <laughs> yeah. 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 And by the way, my son. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, are you going to, you going to tell you, tell everyone what he told you last night? Yeah. I was putting him to bed last night and he goes, Hey dad. I was like, yeah, that's probably my top three of all time. That's awesome. I was like, what's your other two? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he just knows it's up there in the first three. Look, there you nah, go. He, he just knows it's he, he knows he loves it. But well, he, just knowing him and his personality, that's that's a that's a great uh, rating or his uh, review of it. That's, yeah. that's, <laughs> it was he he really got excited me tell excited telling me about all the Easter eggs he saw. And he's <laughs> yeah. he's like, Really, I can't tell you all of them because I saw so many. Yeah. yeah. And I said, Well, you know, he's he's fourteen and a half. Like, That's so, awesome. You know, what'd you think? He goes, he says, I absolutely loved it. He was really excited about that movie. Mm -hmm. His, um, his stepbrother, uh, he texted him. He's like, are you going to be at the house? You know, I don't, he, the stepbrother may be going to stay with yeah. his mom. Yeah. Um, but, um, he was like, he even, even called his mom is like, Hey, can, uh, can I go to the movies tonight? She's like, no, not tonight. What are you <laughs> wanting to go see? I was going to take my stepbrother to go see. Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> I'm like that yeah. quick. He goes, Oh, he'll love it. Yeah. Yeah. So thumbs up from the, from the teenagers for mm -hmm. sure. Thumbs up from us. I say, yeah. Yeah. From everyone from forties uh, to at least eight. I know. At least right. Young -wise, at least eight. I think we saw, I saw a few five and six year olds at our screening. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, we had one kid of ours just screaming his head off before the movie started. Before. Just, yeah. Before, before. When I turned around and all, he was at the very back of the theater and I just almost yelled at the parents. <laughs> that's one thing I can't stand is talking in a movie. I, I think we've mentioned that yeah. before. That, that's one of my biggest pet peeves is talking during a movie and then hearing a kid scream. I just. Well, he was kind of making a barking sound. Yeah, he was being, <laughs> he, he was out there just, he was just being a goofball, just making barking sounds and stuff. You know, all the, yeah. all them in the back row up there in the corner and. That once the movie started, once everything got to play in, everybody was fine. It was fine. Yeah, so it was good. Yeah. Thankfully, otherwise it would poor Jess's refillable popcorn bucket would have gone flying. <laughs> <laughs> so, but anything else, Bo? Uh, let's see. Uh, gaming wise, I've been finally working on Red Dead Redemption. I'm about halfway through that game, which is it's a really good game. 
Yeah, and I saw you and your son on. Uh, you know, I saw your Twitch notification. Yeah, pop yeah, up we decided, we started to try. I streamed for a few few hours by myself, and then he he uh, he. I kept waiting for him to come downstairs, and he never came. So I ended my stream, and then he goes, "Well, I was wanting to stream, so we played some Mario three and some Mario Maker for a little bit." Nice. Which he, we did that. He also showed off one of the things we went to uh, Ollie's. You know, of course, you've been seeing the things popping up with some of the Ghostbuster toys from. Uh, at Ollie's and yeah. we went to our local one and I got him one. I hate, I didn't get it to him originally, but now he has one. Cause thanks to us playing the board game, but he has a fearsome flush now. He's, oh. been, wanting that, he's been wanting that thing forever. And oh, I don't nice. know where my, I don't know where my original fearsome flush is. I need to go through my old toy box. Every kid needs a scary toilet. It. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, he, he is in love with his fearsome flush. That yeah. is I got, I picked me up one and I also got me a slimed Egon variant. So if you guys are wanting to check out the Ollies up there, they had, it was just Egon was the slime variant. That's the only one I've seen was I've, Egon. I I've got all four of them. Okay. In fact, I've got, I think I've got two sets of. It, see, I, I, I wanted them, but I was like, I, I don't really want to rebuy them because they're just repaints, but like the discounted price, I'll do that. So do they have a lot of RGB things up there for sale? Nope. The, the only thing they had that I found was Fearsome Flush and the Bug Eye Ghost. That's the only two okay. RGB things they had. Mm, okay. Okay. So no puff. There's plumber. a couple more in our area. I may, if I get some free time, I may investigate. Yeah. Now, is this Ollie's? Uh, Hoover. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hoover. Okay. By the, gallery, by the Galleria. Okay. Yeah. And well, since we're on such with Ghostbusters, I'm gonna try to get with him Wednesday. My wife is gonna be working or she's asleep, and uh, I got some time to kill Wednesday. So me and Shane may try to get together, and I might try to start getting the sound put in my proton pack. Oh, nice. Okay. It only took me ten years to finally get it to happen, but I think we're gonna start <laughs> working on it. <laughs> oh, and we, well, we can definitely get to Shane in just a few minutes. We had a wonderful time with him up in Huntsville. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Him and Caitlin. Yeah. Um. So and Ronnie and. Yeah jesse and alex and his yeah. boys and yeah mm -hmm. there's it was a lot of ag uh, algbs up there in huntsville there sure so was, we'll, yeah. we'll touch on the huntsville kind because we got some stories yeah and the only other one of the fun thing i've been up to the wife decided she got lasik surgery oh okay really yes yes she did that that was very interesting uh like i said uh if, if for anybody who's thinking about it like she tried to uh, look into it about Oh, about eight or nine years ago. And they told her she had some kind of weird formation in her eyes that wouldn't allow it to happen. So she got very discouraged by it. Hmm. So she, so eight or nine years later, she goes for a second, uh, a, um, another consultation. They're like, I don't know what you're talking about. They're like you, you can do it. So she did it. And like, I don't, I can't remember what her initial vision was, but it was pretty much bad. Mm -hmm. So, but hmm. like, uh, like she got it done Friday at like 1130. And on the way home, she was like, it's like somebody cut a ton of onions and like she could barely open her eyes. Yeah. Huh. That was the fun part. She slept through the night. We had to get back up and be back up there at eight the next morning. They checked it and they already said her vision was at 2020. Ooh. Nice. So cool. how, she, how is she today? She's doing good. Like her, uh, her vision's getting better, but like the uh, uh, way she described it, I'm going to say it's like a JJ Abrams movie there. Every bright light has a halo <laughs> around it. <laughs> Well, this has been your HIPAA violation segment. <laughs> <laughs> we cover it all on this podcast. Yeah. We violate everything. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that uh, that she was yeah. able to have that done. See, all that love for you and adoration that she has for for you in her eyes, you yes. ruined her. Nah. We'll see. Well, see now. Now I've got to be careful because usually, you know, she might say something to me, and I can, you know, at least if she's far enough away, I could be like, yeah, 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 or whatever. <laughs> now, now I got to, now I got to watch what I do. 
<laughs> so you know, <laughs> I, I, I will say I will say this much: Jess has uh, she she can't see too well out of her left eye off her in the peripheral vision, mm-hmm. so I can sometimes get away with that. Mm. You know, or something. Yeah. I don't do that, but I could. Oh, I see now. Okay. Uh-huh. It's confession time here, right? <laughs> well, sometimes you can't see. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> no, I, I I don't do that, but I could. If I'm if I'm sitting far back enough to the left out of her eye range, then yeah. I could do that. But yeah, you got no excuses now, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I gotta I gotta extra I gotta behave extra well. I mean, you know, it's like I said the same thing. It was just kind of the playful me yeah, 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 but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I laugh now. I'm sure I'm going to be wearing glasses eventually because having a young child, a young child who likes to bring up, hey, look at this, Dad. You know, and then I realize, hey, that's blurry. Yeah. So you know, uh, yeah. If 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 you are watching on YouTube and you ever see me do this, it's because I am in my mid, you know mid to late forties with bifocals, and so the screen that I'm looking at, I can see clearly as everything right now. But then you see up my nose. So I, I'm, it's a little bit, but you guys are a little bit blurry at this angle, but I don't want to look like a complete goof. <laughs> so. All right. Well, that's it for me. I'm tapping out. You guys talk. Well, we, we haven't done a whole lot, <laughs> you know, outside of what we're going to talk about. Yeah. You know, like I said, oh. my, what's up? Oh, sorry. I just thought about something I didn't talk about. I'm sorry. What you got? Go ahead. Well, uh, right we went we went to the Bulls game Friday night. Oh yeah. Oh okay. We, we, I didn't realize I didn't realize I thought they were in the playoffs. Apparently this is like the finals for them to win the President's Cup. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thursday night is supposed to be game that seven. That was a great atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Like like I've been to one or two beforehand, but that's probably the most fun I've had at a Bulls hockey game. Yeah, I imagine so. Like they were like both teams were well, one of the Bulls players got hit hard like two minutes in and the uh player for the Roanoke mm-hmm. Rail Yard Dogs. He got ejected. No, that's how that's how bad he hurt him. Oh, so, yeah. Wow. But the the Bulls won two to nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So it was it was like the. I'm tempted if like we don't have anything going on. I might try to go if the game comes back to Thursday. Mm-hmm. Might be like try to slip off for that game Thursday if they make it back. Yeah, that's what I I told because we couldn't go we couldn't go Friday because he had to go and pick up yeah. he had to go pick up David Friday night. Um. So we missed, and you know, of course, they played the game Thursday. They played the game Friday, so we weren't able to go to any of the the most recent two home games in this in the finals here. So, yeah. But yeah. <laughs> we'll, I guess, we'll get to uh, we'll get to the other point. Yeah. When we talk about, you know, when we talk about last weekend, that we're all kind of yes. grouped in together about. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. But yeah. once again, now I'll be quiet. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Now we we love hockey. We yeah we went to we got to see man. the Bulls play out of town. Uh, Mm-hmm. during that last weekend but yeah this this past weekend we uh we took my son uh my daughter went to the taylor swift concert in atlanta mm-hmm. uh had an, an absolute whale of a time yes um, she did she was telling me about it today when i dropped my son off she she actually drove for the first time to come pick him up um to our to our meeting spot that i normally meet oh, their nice. mom at um so that was her first time she and her boyfriend first time i've gotten talked gotten to talk to her new boyfriend you know face to face for any length of time really really nice guy as uh, sweet guy so i'm i'm happy for them happy for her and as long as he treats her well he'll keep both of his kneecaps intact <laughs> <laughs> um but uh yeah they had a great time so we just had my son here this weekend and so we we treated him 
yesterday we took him to the Birmingham Stallions game who, you know, that they, they unfortunately lost first uh, for the first time this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got a lot of players injured. But yeah. we went back to the USFL game and uh, had a good time. I've got a completely sunburnt leg. Uh, the, the one spot on me that I did not put sunscreen is now lobster red and feeling great. So was it was it uh, lotion or the spray t- sunscreen? He does lotion. lotion. I hate okay, spray. So, yeah, the spray. I've I've got more sunburns than I want to thanks to the spray. So that's why I completely ruled it out. Yeah, I, that's why I was same, curious. Same. I I wound up. Uh, there was one time we went to the beach with the kids, and you know, they all somehow turned out fine. Mm. Uh, I did the spray on my shoulders uh, and wound up getting second degree burns. Mm. Um, Sounds about right. Even after applying it a few times after going in the water, coming back out. So I I do not mess with the spray. I had blisters all over my shoulders and had to go to the ER. That is one of the most miserable feelings. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I I will absolutely not use that spray. Um, So we use lotion and I came out completely fine except that spot on my leg. Wow. Cause it was 1130 in the morning, uh, that game. And thankfully by about 12, 1230, uh, the clouds had come over. And so mm-hmm. the sun wasn't beating directly down on us, but still yeah. overcast. You can still get sunburn. Yeah. But it definitely cooled off. Oh, it definitely cooled yeah. off. It was nice. It was a great game atmosphere yeah. for a game. Um, but we did that. And then we wound up, he had not seen the super Mario brothers movie yet. And he loves Mario. It just adores it, plays it all the time. Mm-hmm. And so we took him yesterday evening and he got to see it in IMAX. And yeah, he was, he fell in love with that movie. Yeah. I was so happy. And so that, that, that did my heart good to make him that happy. So <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, my college classes are done for the semester. I'm in a little bit Ooh. of a break until the summer class, mm-hmm. which is nice. I've only got four more to go till I wrap up my master's degree. Still a year away, but at least it's only four classes. It's a manageable schedule. Um, <laughs> we've made a joke on here. I, I don't know. I, I think we've made it on here in the past about, you know, bleeding for your hobbies. Yeah. Jess, why don't you tell them what we've been up to the last couple of weeks, like during the week outside of work? Well, we have uh, been contributing to uh, to helping others out there by... Uh, giving up uh, some plasma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brock is now uh, joined in on the plasma donation. And he's had uh, the couple of times he's gone. He's it's been a easy, easy process for him yeah. with with uh, with with no major issues coming thereafter, because I did tell him that hydration is key. And he's been <laughs> like, I hate drinking all this water. I was like, yeah, but you just gotta. So hey, you can do the 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 uh, the the Powerade and Gatorade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're worried about the sugar, the zero sugar variant. Yeah, uh, Jess drinks this Body Armor Light. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's got zero sugar. And I think like 20 calories per drink. Yeah, and she's turned me on to the peach mangoes. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Good. So I've been drinking that, you know, after the fact, but I have been pounding a lot more water lately and everything, and I, I haven't had any issues. It was, you know. Not so much for plasma donations, they do pay you, mm-hmm. but yeah. you know, that's been a nice, uh, nice side effect, yeah. But the fact they do use, yeah, you know, for medical for, research, for medical research right. and stuff like that, right? You know, 
if they want to clone me, they can now. <laughs> uh, good luck finding that interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's that's what we've been up to. You know, that's I don't know. I don't even know why I brought that up. Okay. I didn't yeah. I didn't expect you to bring that up, but okay. I, I didn't either, but the, the thoughts of, of bleeding because Bo made the comment that one time you bleed for your hobbies. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. It, it helped. Most know, talked about his, his plasma donations. I, I, I need to go back. I quit doing it there for a while, but I, I need to go back and do it. I'm sure I'll have to go and have to redo the, the whole physical fun side of it again. I'm sure I'm still in the system, but they'll have to update everything. Mm. Yeah. Not a bad process. Jess has had a couple of less than favorable <laughs> well, that's, experiences. Uh, less than, that's why I less quit than favorable for, for me. Huh? Well. Oh, so that's the reason why I quit for a little while too. I got a couple of hematomas and oh. I, to me, like, even though I got paid, like I, I, I feel this is just me. I felt bad. Cause I'm like, they, it didn't work out them. Cause technically if you go and even if you know, they stick you and it doesn't take, you still get, you, they're, they, they still compensate you for your time. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm like, I don't know if it's just my anxiety riddled, nice guy brain. I feel bad because I feel like I'm taking advantage of the situation. No, I get that because like, They'll tell me which arm, and I'll give them an arm. They'll start, yes. and they're like, mm, "There's no flow. We need to restick your yeah. other arm." So now I'm yeah. just like, I don't know really what to tell you. Just, yeah. just you know, it might work in this arm, it might work in the other one. But every time they do yeah. a switch to the arm that I didn't tell them to do, it always yeah. works. So, and, and I guess this is this is nothing on the experience, but sometimes you have people who they do they do their job excellent, and then there are some people who yeah. are not are not as I want to say experienced as others so everybody's got to learn yeah, yeah but some people make it better than others I right mean, not, you know yeah and I, i've had a good experiences and jess has had good That's experiences good. except for the other night i came in <laughs> after she had donated oh i'm telling on you oh he's telling on me i came in and she's like can you run to this run to this restaurant and get us some food and i said sure you know because she didn't feel like getting back out i came in <laughs> had her had her soup and everything else from the Mexican restaurant. And I walk in the door and I just hear, and I'm like, all right, somebody didn't, didn't hydrate well enough or. I don't, I, I, don't I don't think that I did. I think I, I, uh, that particular day I wasn't as, um, able to drink as much water as I normally do yeah. pre donation. And I don't know if I, I mean, I tried to eat kind of light, but I don't know if what I ate kind of upset my stomach. I also kind of felt a little lightheaded at that time, too. So I think there was a combination of a couple of things. But, mm-hmm. hey, once I did that, I was fine. Yeah, she was I, fine. I, I felt better. I was like, I should get that out of my, <laughs> literally had to get that out of my system. Oh, boy, this is a great podcast. And then queso and cheese. Let's, let's, let's have a good time. No, I, no, let me tell you, though, this soup that we're talking about from this Mexican restaurant in town. It is fabulous. It's like a chicken and rice soup and they put avocados in it. And it's kind of like a cilantro kind of, um, kind of seasoning to it. It's fantastic. I love it. It's a shame. We're not going to give them a plug because that'll give away where we live. Yeah. So, so So, uh, it's kind of like a comfort thing for me. I love this soup and Uh, boy, she needs the comfort after I got home. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Part of me really regrets bringing this up now. No. Well, you know, <laughs> we should have put this behind the Patreon page. There's also, you know, there's also ways to, if you decide that you don't want this, then there's also always ways to just do away with it. 
Okay. I don't know. I mean, you know, I you do what you want to with this information. Oh, no, we're leaving it in. This is quality. Okay. Quality plasma talk. Insights to us <laughs> that you never expected to hear. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> we went off the... Uh, you, you took us off the rails. Brock Parker, you took us off the rails. Longtime listeners know that we go off on tangents, and I apologize mm. for that one. Mm. But uh, hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. Don't donate plasma for research. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Make it a little extra money. Well, don't let that be the sole factor. But hydrate. Hydrate. Drink six to water. eight, six to eight cups. Yeah, six to eight cups the day before yeah. and six to eight cups the day or prior to the, on the day that you don't donate. Don't eat greasy. Yeah, don't eat greasy food on the eat, day you donate. Lots of proteins and protein and iron. And, and good stuff for you. Yeah. yeah. There you go. And you'll have good experiences like me. I've enjoyed my last two experiences. And I plan on going back whenever I can take some time off because it's um, they're you know their office hours are during my work day and mm -hmm. yep. everybody's work day. Normally. Yeah, yep. and we don't like to be the people that show up close to closing yeah. time. That's that's a little wrong, you know. Those people have worked hard all day and yeah, you need at least yep. a couple of hours to been on their feet and mm -hmm. you showing up getting close to time that just makes them stay you know longer. Yep. So yeah. yeah, that's 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 to be like I I think places that's why I like where places do the 30 closing time. Like instead of saying like nine to six, they say like nine to five 30. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's my cutoff. Like when you, you're thinking about something like that, where, you know, they're say you're going to go eat somewhere or something. They close at six. Will you show up at, you know, five 58. Yeah. I'm mm -hmm. here before you close. I'm like, come on, man. You yeah. Know. Nothing grinds my gears more than people yes. that come to my office at five minutes before five and they want to do something. And then, you know, yeah. Anyway. I, I, hey, I still say it should be mandatory. Somebody should work at least a year or two in customer service Ooh, related. Absolutely. The world would be a better place. Oh, absolutely. That is my world. That is the world I live in. <laughs> my first job was retail and it's, it's, it's set me ever since. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. I've, I've had a couple of retail jobs and I, I have no desire to go back. Yeah. I miss, I miss some things about retail, but I don't miss the pay. Mm. The retail doesn't pay very well. Yeah. And, and plus the older I've gotten, the more introverted I've become. Mm -hmm. And so I don't want to deal with people a lot, especially in the public. So, you know, face to face, I, I don't want to, but um, I was much better at that when I was younger. Well, you're like, you said, what's good? You're young, you know, the, the outward type. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm still very extroverted, but I'm not as, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm calmer now that I'm older, but I do, mm -hmm. miss, I do miss the old me sometimes. I miss my energy. energy. Yeah. Yeah. The energy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. So why, well, uh, before we hop on to the other thing that all three of us, uh, have done in the last couple of weeks, we got Jess, she's got yes. your uh bama geeks southern word oh. phrases oh man but before we jump off into that and jump off the intro we want to invite you to join us on social media at yes. bama geeks on instagram twitter facebook tiktok and youtube you can find us all those places except episode 53 on youtube <laughs> which we've explained <laughs> but also if you want to chit chat with us in a more private intimate setting say somewhere like the front porch of your house you can join us on facebook yeah the bama geeks front porch where we sit and shoot the breeze and in a virtual way and you know just bring out your sweet tea or unsweet tea if your sugar levels are too high and you know whatever you need we've got it for you fun chat bama Here. geeks front porch on facebook 
And with that, we will wrap up the intro and we'll jump into Jess's segment, the Bama Geek Southern Words and Phrases. What you got tonight, honey? I got to say, I'm a little nervous about this because I'm a person that um, is well documented that sometimes I just can't say certain words correctly. (laughs) Uh, I'm I'm a little anxious about the way I talk and the way I sound. So I'm going to say this word. It might come off better when I use it in a sentence. But for this episode, huh? Just be prepared for us to giggle at your expense. I know, I know. I know this is coming. This is this is going to be. I I must be crazy for doing this, but I'm going to give it a try because uh, I. All right. So this episode, I have chosen the word "runt." What? Runt. Runt. (laughs) Runt. Okay. So what am I? What am I saying to you? What am I? What am I expressing with this word? It's R-U-R-N-T. Runt. So, runt. (laughs) (laughs) It is a corruption of the word ruined, meaning a person is spoiled or has wasted potential. So, let's put this into a sentence. Her daddy just ruined her with that new car when she turned 16. (laughs) Runt. (laughs) <laughs> See? you know what it reminds me of what uh, the old guy in blazing saddles <laughs> so it does it, it kind of comes across better when you say it you know in a sentence but yeah. yes that is a southern term for spoiled or not any good wasted you know the milk yep. in the fridge was weren't yep <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> Here, smell this. Does it smell right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Does this smell right? Does this taste right? Do you yeah. Know? Yeah, right that. <laughs> you know, I never gave this any kind of funny consideration when my parents said it all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, now, it's, now, it's, me coming to saying right is is, <laughs> is just comedy, isn't it? <laughs> Your brain can only pro- it processes it one way individually and one way in a sentence. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh my! So there is your southern word for this episode. Well, thank you, sweetheart. Rurt. Rurt. <laughs> this segment is not rurt. No, no, not at all. Uh, oh well, and because Kevin is uh, Kevin is chilling with the kiwis right now, and the uh, hobbits, and the hobbits, yeah. Uh, we do not have a dad joke segment for you. You know, we, we did not ask him to take his, his books, his books of hilariously bad puns and all of it. And we are not going to, um, try to do this on our own. We're not going to, you know, do a joke. This is Kevin's thing. So Kevin's the king of the dad jokes and puns. And we will let that segment stay with him. That's right. It's his thing. So hopefully uh, episode 55 will have that for you. Uh, we're going to kind of stick on the old Southern topic. Um, we are losing an icon here in Birmingham mm-hmm. in Alabama, one that has been around for how many years? Uh, at least over a hundred years or almost a hundred years. Yeah. We are losing our golden flake potato chip factory. Yeah. What's it's the a, story here? It's a sad, sad day. 
essentially from what I understood was uh back in twenty sixteen the the family sold to Uts. Because I want this is like from what I've seen, what I've looked and learned is I think the the family of the initial this would be the, I think the grandchildren of the initial older owner. I think uh, from what I, this is what just what I've understood. They no longer wanted to deal with it. Kind of one of those things. Mm -hmm. This just, and I think they decided. You know, they when it came time and Uts offered them a lot of money, they they sold it. Yeah. So since 2016, Uts has been overseeing the 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 factory, and that makes sense now why I started seeing Uts potato chips more around here the last couple of years because mm -hmm. I used to never see them. I'd always see them in movies or pictures of other places, and then right. all of a sudden they showed up here because always the Uts cheese balls. That's what I automatically assume is the mm -hmm. cheese balls is always the thing I think of. Right. But I think I think was it last when it wasn't announced. It was, it was just within this. It was just, within this, it was just within this last week, I believe. Yeah, yeah. they announced they're going to shut down the uh, the Birmingham the plant, which I hate because, like I said, I've talked for years about they offered a tour of the plant. You could go and mm -hmm. see see how they did it, and yeah. I kept saying I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Well, can't, now I can't do it in general. You are missed they, out. Are yes. they are they still offering tours until it shuts down? Oh, that's a good question. They they may not. I wouldn't be surprised. I bet you they would get swamped right now if they did. Yeah, probably. Is is it going to remain a distribution center though for Golden Flake or? I don't know if they're going to make it. But from what I understand, like I think Uts is going to wherever they're going to they make their potato chips. They're going to still sell. Like they're going to sell. I think I'm sure all the popular ones, but like they're no longer going to be made in Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. that's 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 the weird thing about it. That's the travesty because Golden Flake started in Birmingham. Yep. yep. Established, uh, founded in 1923. Wow. I, I, it was so funny. It's just for me being, of course, an Alabama fan. When I first heard that they're no longer making Golden Flake potato chips, I was like, I can hear Bear Bryant grumble, oh, grumble from the great hereafter. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I that's, you know. I ain't never been an Uts eater. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, yeah, that's that's wild. I mean, it's 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 it's, it's like for especially because you know it's to me it's weird when that's just because of our region. When I think potato chips, I mean they did their branding, mm -hmm. Golden Flake. Now, that's our that's our chips around here. Yeah. Yep. I uh, mean it's it was always you know I I still purchase it every now and then. Um, mm -hmm. but you know growing up it was like we always had Golden Flake chips. Yep. In, in the cabinet, and there was all I'm saying. If they if they drop the sweet heat barbecue chips, I'm going to riot. Let me tell you, when I was pregnant, I had, <laughs> I craved I had uh, Minute Maid lemonade and sweet heat barbecue chips was one of my cravings. And mm -hmm. I want to say it was a year, couple years ago. They did like a, a mashup flavor. It was like dill pickle and barbecue. I say I want to say that was like my favorite chip there for a little while. Ooh. I think that's what it was. It was I like the dill pickle chips, but I know as I see Brock over there his <laughs> his his love for dill pickles i was a uh, i was looking at the website um and it's got you know uts is mm -hmm. is prevalent there at the top yeah. but you've got golden flake and then scrolling down ooh, they got the golden flake vintage clown t-shirt oh yeah yes and oh, a coffee and a coffee cup mm. Sorry, that's uh some Nostalgia right there. I've said that. I ain't thought about the clown. I ain't thought about the clown in mm -hmm. forever because it used to. You'd see on the back of the bag the clown throwing something in the trash can to make sure you threw it away. I remember yeah. that. Well, hey, I completely forgot the clown. And a little backstory to Jessica. My ex-husband actually used to drive a Golden Flake delivery truck oh, wow. and would stock the store. So, yeah, we uh we used to have quite a bit there for a while and. Uh, the, the big they they did sell like these or the, he he was getting like a lot of those big glass uh, mm -hmm. mugs with the golden flake um, 
emblem on the side and everything. I yeah. think we still got some of those put up, but yeah. It's so funny is like I, I saw like a lot of the like AL.com's Facebook post and whatever. And what got me was it also threw in there people were like, great, this is going to be like the barbers where this is going to disappear. And like everybody was like, I missed my barber's dip and now I'm not going to lose my golden flake chips with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I did. that's a sad thought right there for us. Yeah. I mean, you think like, yeah, that's I, mean, I think from what I understand, they're still going to make it's going to be golden flake. But yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah, there it is. Big Utz logo at the top. There's Golden Flake, Mesquite mm. Barbecue, Thin and Crispy Dill Pickle. Dill Pickle Chips. Yes. yes. The salt and vinegar pa- potato oh, chips. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. All those. Oh, the pork, salt and vinegar pork rinds. Oh, mm-hmm. those are. See, there's also about the the T-shirt. Oh, man. that's Like you said, there's some nostalgia I hadn't thought about. Man, mm-hmm. I need that now. Yeah. Oh. Well, you better get on it quickly. Ooh, I think I like that yellow one. 30 bucks. Woo, yeah. That's a live for a t-shirt. That's why they're shutting down the factory. <laughs> Nobody's buying the t-shirts. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, I like nostalgia, but whoo. <laughs> I don't know if I like $30 in nostalgia. Yeah. <laughs> but we spend, we, we waste so much money. Hey, somebody got that on Public somewhere? It's sort of like the Drake meme, you know. 30 bucks for a t-shirt, 30 bucks for, you know, 30 bucks for an action figure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't want to spend, I won't spend 30 bucks on that. Now I might spend it on a plastic action figure, but you know, hey, <laughs> hey. Uh, well, me, well, well, yeah, a shirt would last you a long time if you don't wear it out. I was, I was thinking of an action figure would last a lot more, a lot longer than a bag of chips, but. Yeah, uh-huh. I do have a wrestling shirt that is 26 years old. Yes, so yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Being mentioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, you know you could get like a lot of money for that on eBay. <laughs> I know that is one of the two wrestling shirts I own that are over twenty years old. I have that one and I have a Stone Cold from like two thousand one or two thousand two. Wow! And I have a few NWO shirts. I got to find wherever I did with them. Yeah, I'm still got my Royal Rumble two thousand two shirt where I went in Atlanta. I don't know what happened to all mine either. I I think about that quite a bit. Yeah. So, well, yeah, Birmingham Icon is no more. Yeah, I was right. I did make. They had Golden Flake Tangy Pickle Barbecue. Mm. They had that and Buffalo Ranch. That was the two <gasps> mashup flavors they had a couple Ooh. years ago. Oh, Ooh. why did I miss out on Buffalo Ranch? I would love the Buffalo Ranch mm. for sure. I think they got like a. Um, I thought they had some kind of like a jalapeno, um, one too. Cream like a, or maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, one minute. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, it's just, 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 you know, I hate you're closing it down, but you know, take care of our brand. It's a lot of, been a lot of part of people's yeah, you know, life, you know, especially in Alabama. I mean, they were, I know they were missing, according to Wikipedia, they were distributed in Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, Florida, Tennessee, Arkansas, Louisiana, South Carolina, Kentucky, Texas, Oklahoma, Missouri, Virginia, North Carolina, Indiana, and Maryland. Wow. <laughs> I've been so they, everywhere, they man. South. I've been everywhere. So, so <laughs> whole southeastern U.S. Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it's like I said, just you know, take care of it. Don't forget about it. Just take care of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and I understand there. That's one of the things I was looking here to see when the articles I read. They are what they have for. Let's see. It would spend three to five million dollars in closure, including one point five million in employee severance payments, with the rest being spent to transfer production. So. Yeah. At least hopefully they'll take care of the employees well and Yeah. It's wow. just a it's just sad to see stuff like that go down. Yeah, it's 
I mean, like it's, it's one of those, you know, it's one of those, it's so funny. It's one of those things you don't think about until it's just going to leave. And now you're like, this is going to be a big hole, you know, a big hole, something <laughs> missing. Yeah. Especially with, you know, being a century in this state mm-hmm. and originating here. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, best of luck to the employees and yeah, we're pulling for you. And like Bo said, let's keep it around. Don't let that just brand take care disappear. Of it. Yeah. So. Well, uh, another treasure in this state um, is the Huntsville Comic and Pop Culture Expo. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, as the three of us, uh, as we've been alluding to in the intro and everything, we all three uh, had a great time this past weekend. Yes. Well, two weekends ago mm-hmm. now up there. Um, that was really uh, a treat, especially for Star Trek fans. Yes. Yes. It was. Man. Star Trek wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and for the folks younger than us, Power Rangers, which was very yeah, people were very enthusiastic about. Right. Yep. Yep. And I mean, you also you know count the the Clone Wars voice actors. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that kind of you know it's kind of the same, I guess, somewhat same demographic, right? The Clone mm-hmm. Wars, Power Rangers, somewhat. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had a a great time. Um, for for us, uh, like like Bo mentioned, the wrestling guests. Uh, Anna Jay was there from AEW, as well as Jungle Boy Jack Perry mm-hmm. and Dan Housen, mm-hmm. um, two of Jess's favorite guys in the entire world. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> she uh, she was over the moon a little to, bit to finally meet them. A little bit. It just I haven't posted up a video, and I I wouldn't put it on out in public. But whenever Jungle Boy comes out. Um, oh, AEW. <laughs> he always comes out to Baltimore as Tarzan boy. Yeah, Tarzan boy, and so uh, everybody in the crowd, they always oh, yeah. oh, 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 they always do that. <laughs> That's her on the couch every time he comes out. Yeah, on the couch every time at home. If it's, even if she's laying down, she's like, mm-hmm. yeah, she does this. Let's look at the arm up. Yeah, just one arm back and forth. Yeah. But she still does it. Yeah. And that's one thing that makes me so happy that Tony Elite spends the money for licensed music. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. You want like, you want this song? Sure, I'll write a check. Like like cause like for me, like the metalhead, like this weekend. Y'all have watched this week's episode, haven't you? Uh we did watch did we watch Dynamite? We, we Yeah, we did we watch, watch Dynamite. Dynamite. Main thing. Like mm-hmm. for me, like uh Roger Strong coming out to Kill Swiss Engage, yeah. the end of everything. Yeah. Oh man, me as a metalhead, I was like, ooh, I like that. <laughs> Well, Tony Khan's got the money to spend. Yes, Tony, if you'd like to sponsor the Bama Geeks podcast, yes. we'll take it. We are. Uh, oh, we're come talk to us. We'll, we will. Yes. We will yeah. do a special episode. Uh, special episode every week for you. Yes. Yeah. Pay us human <laughs> monies. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so they were there, and we're, we're gonna. We'll go ahead and tell you we're gonna talk about Star Trek Picard, the third season. We're yeah. gonna spoil it. Just this is your warning now. We're just going to give a general overview and thoughts. Um, if you haven't had it spoiled yet, if you haven't seen it, sorry, we're yeah. going to. So we'll, we'll let you know when we start talking about it in case you want to shut the podcast off. I mean, technic- technically, it's been over a week. So they're, you know, they're two weeks. They, yeah, it's been almost two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be two weeks from the time this air guy drops. Gotcha. Yeah. So Gates McFadden, you know, Dr. Crusher, Brent Spiner, Data, and John Delancey played Q. They were all at the Huntsville convention and I had met all of them multiple times, but Mm -hmm. this interaction was extra special Mm -hmm. because 
coming uh, off of that Picard, Picard. ended mm -hmm. the third oh. the, the day before the Huntsville con started. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was perfect timing and the in-depth conversations we got to have, especially with Gates and Brent um, about, and, and John too, uh, but yeah. Gates was amazing to talk to mm -hmm. about everything. Yeah. She was really, she talked, she talked more to Oliver than she did me when I, for my meeting her. Well, that's fine. You brought a cute kid, you know? Oh, it was awesome. Like I said, she was asking me, how old are you? And she's like, oh, so you're about to finish up second grade. He's like, yes, ma'am. You know, he was, you know, <laughs> I, I, I hope when he gets older and I'm going to make him sit down and watch Next Gen with me, he'll appreciate <laughs> that interaction more. Yeah, you know? definitely. I'll be like, you talk to Dr. Crusher or Admiral Crusher now, you know? So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And of course, the the goat, William Shatner, mm -hmm. was oh, at Huntsville yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, We, we had a... a uh, a very quick but uh, pleasant interaction with Mr. Shatner. It was it was fun it was. for sure. I, and also, I love how apparently it started making the rounds. The uh, the photo of Shatner on the back of the cart became like a <laughs> meme, and I was like, "That happened in Huntsville. Yeah. That's awesome!" <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, if you're out there and you've seen that picture, that William awesome. Shatner sitting on the back. Yeah, that was at a con. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know if you want to kind of start off with our Saturday. Just just. Just kind of just giving everybody a brief overview there. Brock and I uh, attended Saturday and we showed up. Uh, we had already, you know, bought our passes ahead of time. So we didn't have to worry about uh, purchasing those. We showed up and very easy process in getting our badges and then getting in. Then you go to the other line to wait to get in. They opened the doors at 10 on Saturday. We were we were in there by five minutes after 10. We immediately go to where the photo ops are going to be because we have the photo op with Shatner. They didn't give us a time, so we kind of figured they had a block. You know, he had a 11 to 11.20 and then 3 to 3.20. Um, so we go to the table just to get some info. They say, we'll come back uh, come back at 10.45 because it's going to start gonna start lining up. Okay, cool. Um, so we're, we've got a little time to kill before the, the Shatner photo op. Um, we were in that area, in the Hall of Fame area, I guess, if you want to call it that, where the guests are set up. Uh, we come down and we first see uh, Brett Iwan, who is the who's currently does the voice of Mickey Mouse. And so he's like, hey, hey, why don't we go ahead and just knock this out with him? Uh, awesome guy to talk with and chat with. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we got a he did photo. The Mickey voice. He did the Mickey voice for us while we were in line. Uh, I know Brock has posted some stuff on social media. We we decided to get a the eight by ten he had of him and Mickey in the same photo. Um, and it's really cool. Yeah, they got they they trained him to sign the same signature that Mickey in the parks and mm -hmm. everywhere. Mickey Mouse's signature. He's trained to do that. Yeah. So he signed it in his own handwriting, and then as Mickey. Right. That's awesome. So I had to, of course, tell him that you know I spend time with his voice every day because of <laughs> because of Disney Dreamlight Valley. <laughs> so he's like yeah and just he said a lot, a lot of great voice work of that one right oh ah hi oh you know? yeah hi oh boy hiya pal hiya great to see ya <laughs> so does he do the voice of mickey for the mickey mouse cartoon also everything yeah he is wow. mickey he, he does mickey's voice for mm -hmm. everything and has been doing it since 2009 yeah um okay. I'd love to get him on the podcast because he tells a great story uh, of how he got hired. It's a very fun story of how he became the voice of Mickey 
uh, I highly recommend uh, trying to find some interviews with him mm-hmm. about how he did it. It's, it's it's really awesome how he got the the job. Two thousand nine. I'm trying to think. Was it did it, was did he do Runaway Brain or not? One of the not seen very not seen very often Mickey cartoons. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Hmm. I don't know. Well, he was a he was a delight to meet, and we got that autograph and finished up with him and rounded the went around the corner there to where all the other tables were lined up, and there was Danhausen nice. at his table. He's already had a couple of people. He already had a line foreman. Not not too bad. So we just decided to go ahead and this is the one that I've been waiting for. This is the one I've been looking <laughs> forward to the most. One of the main reasons why I was, you know, dialed into this particular con to be there. And uh, we we get up there and we get our picture made with him, had great conversation with him. And he's, he's uh, kind of like to say it this way. He's talking in human voice. He's mm-hmm. a... <laughs> <laughs> he was he was very much in in regular voice while speaking, which wasn't wasn't a disappointment for us. So, um, was so happy, you know. Again, and told him that I was you know really glad that he decided to uh, make an appearance at this con, and we've been looking forward to meeting him for a while. And so we kind of, I guess that's the best way to kind of sum up that experience. But I was I was really happy about you know finally getting to meet him. And here we go. Here's our here's our photo with Dan Housen. Brock opted to uh, to send curses, and I just opted for the you know the Danhausen pose there. So, um, asked him you know how he's how he was feeling with the arm. He's had the he had the the pec surgery, the torn pec, and everything. And he said he was doing pretty good that day. He's all right, and uh, just wished him well on his recovery. Um, <clears throat> after that, we we went ahead and proceeded with the William Shatner photo op. Uh, the line was very long, as as to be expected. So as we're standing there, Brock's like, "This is going to move pretty fast. Have that smile ready and be ready to go." And you get one shot at it. <laughs> one shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so by the time we uh, got up there to see William <laughs> Shatner, um, he we get up there and we're standing there, and all of a sudden he stops and he's asking the photographer, "Where's the other girl at?" We were like, what? And apparently he was talking about there was, you know, a couple of girls, you know, working the lines, working the photo op booth or whatever. But he was he was apparently looking for some girl that was working with him that wasn't there at that point in time. And and we're just standing there while he's talking to the photo <laughs> to the photographer about the missing girl. Where's the girl at? So <laughs> But then I was like, hey, once he dialed back in, to, yeah. oh, there are people here for a photo. <laughs> It's like, I say, welcome back to Huntsville, Mr. Shatner. It's great to see you again. He goes, hello, how are you doing? It's great to be back. Yep. Hi. Snap the picture and next. Bye, Mr. Shatner. (laughs) Nice to meet you. Good to see you again. I guess I swear that picture, my caption I came up with, it looks like you're watching Spock knock out some punk on a public transportation bus. (laughs) Yeah. You guys are smiling while he's kind of like, oh, great again, you know. (laughs) Well, one thing Brock was talking about when we were standing in line, he goes, goes, he's sitting there the whole time to photo op with that one you know, every every <laughs> photo I've ever seen of every photo I've seen of Shatner, like in a convention, it is that pose. Yeah. And the thing is, I thought that he would hold that face as everybody walked up, but no, he actually mm-hmm. he would relax and say he said hi to yeah. everybody. Yeah. Um, he was he was extremely nice to to everybody. He always said hello, and mm-hmm. you know, 
didn't ask didn't ask how your mom and them was but yeah you know. <laughs> and just going back this is a photo of brett if it's gonna pull up there we go there it is that's brett and mickey he signed it as kind of as mickey mm-hmm. and so anyway go ahead honey um yeah so it was uh was a good uh i'd say a good photo op with william shatner we had to um we just decided well brock brock's met him previously before and but brock decided that you know i i need to go ahead and do the photo with him because hey he's 92. 90 he's 92 you know yeah, this this might not we'd ever know he could betty white us who knows but while we're here let's take he the opportunity to take advantage of the photo op um we weren't i i understand you know the plexiglass situation it, you know we've opted in the past they didn't mention anything about plexiglass when we bought the photo op but we kind of figured that was probably going to be a factor and as we were going to line up we could see the photo op area and yeah there was plexiglass and chair so and if you are watching on youtube no you did not see the plexiglass <laughs> in our picture because i hate it so much i actually did photoshop it out so it looks like he's two what do what it was said two proton pack yeah, cases two. away yeah yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so yeah it looks a little awkward and i don't care i hate plexiglass i hate that yeah. i understand he's 92 i understand there's a lot of people there uh there's some of this some of the celebrities did opt for plexiglass, including mm -hmm. Brent Spiner. But we'll show you a picture when we talk yeah. about our encounter with him. That's like, why are you using plexiglass? Because right, you'll see. The only thing I could, I, only thing I could think of is the photo opposites more people in a quick succession, maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah, but I, I. You know, it's, it's it's the thing that ruined my second photo off with Jody Benson. And y'all know how much I love Jody Benson, yeah. but it ruined that photo from having that plexiglass up there. We looked like we were at the bank window. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the, the teller window at the bank. And, I, and, and and sometimes it may not be the person. It might be their agencies like you have to do this. So, I mean, yeah. it's mm -hmm. a lot of factors in it. We don't know. but Yeah. Yeah. So I hate plexiglass. I will Photoshop it out. I have no issue spilling that secret. <laughs> Um, so after after Shatner, uh, we made our way back over to the tables again. We had the, the chance to meet uh, Jungle Boy, Jack Perry with AEW, and Anna J, who they are in a they are in a relationship. They are boyfriend and girlfriend in real life, not yeah, on TV. They're, they're, they are a beautiful couple. They are a very beautiful couple. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are very. Uh, yeah. I'm sitting here looking for a picture of with Anna J, and we didn't get one with Anna. J. We didn't get one with her. No. no. So we'll pull up. Uh, yeah, we're just going to show you all the things that we've got. Apparently, yeah, sure. Yeah, sorry to our audio listeners um, for having to listen to us ramble while we pull up pictures. So we uh, we went to went to Jungle Boy, and you know, I I feel bad because there was never really a heavy line for him on, and it made it didn't make me feel bad because yeah. he's awesome. He's he's Luke Perry's son too. Well, what's what's going to happen? Like I said, he's one of the four pillars they're going to build the company off of. So people like you, you know, there there'll be there's going to come a time the guy the guy's going to it's not there, but I think he's you know he's got a good bright future ahead of him. Yeah, he's got like you said, he's got the Luke Perry. He's got his dad's look. So I mean, mm -hmm. oh, he yeah. has that to work on. I mean, he you know, if, but it's very nice, very uh, very very soft spoken. 
he's he doesn't you know he kind of doesn't talk very loud so um prior to our visit with him in Huntsville he just come off of a a pretty uh, big match there uh with uh, Sammy Sammy Guevara and a very physical match so of course I had to ask him how he's how he's doing you know how is he healing up he said still he said still healing he said still a bit sore I said, well, that's understandable. You mm-hmm. you had a pretty tough match, you know, a couple of nights ago. Um, he smells good, by the way. I want to point that out. <laughs> he smells great. Uh, that's that's not an understatement. I don't know if it's body wash or the cologne or maybe you know the sh- the hair. I I don't know, but he smelled great. <laughs> I, I can't disagree. Uh, I, I mean, you know, I can't disagree. Hey, I'm. I'm, like I said, I didn't, I didn't get close enough to smell him, but I'm a good, I can appreciate a good scent. And I didn't catch it until I wasn't, I wasn't paying that close attention and I didn't catch it until someone mentioned afterwards that he has a fanny pack on. Yeah, so, yeah. that's, he, I think it's a wrestle or ride of passage. I guess I it is. <laughs> Ever since the rock with the turtleneck. Yeah. Yeah. Fanny pack. Maybe Fo- Foley had one on him. I, remember, I saw him with I, one on. I did <laughs> see that. Yeah. Well, I guess can't shove foreign objects down your trunks when you're wearing street clothes so that's true <laughs> i should have asked him was mr Sacco in there <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah we we chatted with him a great conversation and um asked him about you know they, there is gonna be a house show coming to huntsville in june for AEW. i kind of asked him about that he was like oh house shows are kind of rough you know like i don't know not sure yet if i'm gonna be at that or not so um, but then after Jungle Boy, we met Anna Jay, who is, uh, who's also an AEW wrestler. And I walk up to her table and she just looks at me and she says, I love your eyeshadow. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I, I felt, I felt like a doofus because I'm like, I wasn't, you know, wasn't expecting that. Well, that's like, I probably look like a goofball and everything, but <laughs> no, thanked her for that. It's very sweet. We, chatted with her brock has a an aw figure of hers that he had signed uh so we got that taken care of and uh then we proceeded on with our star trek meetings okay sorry just trying to take you through through the interactions so um we're not going to recount the whole conversations because no no no. i can't remember the whole conversation but i know that (laughs) Like with Gates, we, we went up first to Gates McFadden, you know, Dr. Crusher, and uh, she she talked about, um, see, I told you, I'm going to blank on the conversation. <laughs> well, we're we, there for a long time talking to her, though. Well, you shared with her, um, you know, the fact that the, the, the uh, series finale of Next Gen was the same day of your High school graduation. That's right. Yeah. You did in share 1994, Next Generation ended the same day that I graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Mentioned that to her and just the fact that, you know, you've, you've, that you've been, you know, Next Gen and, Since and 1987. This is, I, I told all three of them that, you know, mm-hmm. said you guys started in 87. I've been right there with you every step of the way. And let me tell you, I've, I said this to Brock too. I was like, you know, Gates was, she's always been a pretty lady, mm-hmm. beautiful lady. Uh, in next gen, but I think she looks. I, I think she oh, looks absolutely oh, gorgeous at this point in her life. Yeah, yeah. She like age age has been very kind to her. Yeah, she is a a very beautiful lady. Mm-hmm. As her at, at her current age. Yeah, 
She's. I, I don't. I think it's. I think for me, like, like especially, it's very prevalent in her hairstyle in Picard. But the yeah. the stri- the streaks in mm-hmm. the front, something something about it. Just it, it's that little extra thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but she, you know, spoke highly of 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 this third season. Mm-hmm. They all did. Yeah. All yeah. three of yeah. them. Um. Yeah, I, I I can't say enough good things. I. Uh, remembering some of the conversation like i said we're not going to recap everything but but she she got really in depth about you know how emotional it was for for them and mm-hmm. and then of course you know i'm getting emotional because i'm like you know i i love that you guys got the chance to come back and mm-hmm. and end it in this manner instead of you yes. know you know data being destroyed and um and star trek nemesis because well I, I, we, we, we all that, thought nemesis was the end for the next gen yep and that that's what the- that's, and that might do the movie some favors now because, like I said, it, I, I liked Nemesis. It was just a terrible way to end next gen. Yeah, it was not the way. You don't you don't kill off Data. <laughs> turn, turn him into that lunkhead before, you know. <laughs> it- <laughs> but then that adds some weight into what we're going to discuss later. Yeah, though. right. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. We uh, we moved on from a great experience with Gates onto a uh, well. We went to John Delancey next, right? Because Brent, Brent had the crowd. Yeah, Brent had a very long yeah. line. He had the crowd Saturday for sure. So yeah, we went went with John, and John <laughs> was my very first. Uh, and I got to share this with him. He was my very first convention guest back in nineteen ninety two, ninety three. The first convention I'd ever been to, um, Star Trek or otherwise, and he was the first guest. And I, I wish I could find the picture where he's he's standing next to you know uh 16 yeah 16 year old me he's got his hand on my shoulder and i'm wearing just a button-up <laughs> shirt with the with the star trek with a uh, next-gen com badge and nice yeah he, he looks like q you know you know at that point you mm-hmm. know the young q because he was young yeah. um <laughs> 30 years ago but uh, see, what you need to do is you need to find that picture and reprint it, reprint it, and then next time you do get to see him, get him to sign that picture. I and I, I want to, I want to, and I, I looked for it and I couldn't find it. I, I can't find anything in this house anymore. It's so cluttered um, <laughs> until we get our storage building. But uh, yeah, and Jess talked to John three years ago, to, mm. three or four years, four years ago. Yeah. Um, at Dragon Con, John was in the in the parade and we were, the ghostbusters were lined up next to his car and she's dressed as her ghostbusters aerial, um, that year. And so there's a picture of the two, two of them chatting and I pulled it up and showed it to him. He's like, Oh, that was you. <laughs> but he remembered her. Yeah. So, so that, was, that was cool. So John was, uh, we were talking about, you know, these, 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 uh, se- these last sea seasons of Picard and we're going to go ahead and give you a spoiler warning now. If you haven't seen the final episode, skip the next couple of minutes. Okay. Well, um, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. But at, at the end of season two of Picard, Q dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and me, I'm bawling because I've always loved Q. I've always loved John Delancey as Q. So I'm crying at the end of season two. You know, okay, well, they're, they're wrapping up all the storylines. There goes Q. You know, see you later. He's, he's gone. He, he dies. And then the end credits of the final episode of Picard, there's Jack Crusher, you know, Beverly and John Luke's son. And Q's like, oh, you've got Q shows back up. Like, you've got many more missions ahead of you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, oh, Q's yeah. back. And so 
uh, we were talking to John about that. And I told him, I said, I said, I loved seeing your story wrap up in season two. I was very sad about that, but then I really went over the moon to see you in the final scene of Picard. Mm -hmm. And, uh, John said, yeah, the, he goes, I really wasn't happy with the story in season two. He said, I wasn't happy that Q was basically killed off uh, or died off. Um, he said, but the showrunner during that time was not a massive Star Trek fan. He was a good storyteller, but, mm -hmm. you know, wasn't a Star Trek fan, he said. But then the associate producer that came along uh, after I was finished filming those scenes for season two and said, don't fret. Season three is coming. Mm -hmm. And that just happened to be Terry Metalis, yeah. the showrunner for season three, who lit the world on fire <laughs> with season three. Oh, scorched it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so John was extremely happy to to come back. And yeah. I, I said, I just looked at him. I was trying to get a reaction out of him. I said, well, I was so thrilled to see you at the end of, of this, the last season, I said. And I hope that's many more appearances for you. And he just deadpanned. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't, no emotion on the face. And he said, I appreciate that. Well, you know, and, and too, he was, he said one thing about, you know, the whole thing about season two, he said it just kind of really bothered him because he felt like, you know, what the, the writing and about Q and about the, you know, the, the end of Q, he was like, it doesn't make sense and it's not going to make sense to the fans. It, it's, you know, you can't, you can't do this to Q. He's, you know, he, mm -hmm. it, he's, he's omnipotent. Right. So it was it was kind of interesting to kind of hear that, you know, from him and his feelings on the matter and stuff. So, yeah. Um. So we moved on from John. They were all right there together. We decided we we're going to go ahead and get in Brett's uh, Brent's line because he was the last person we had already gone through. <laughs> we had made it through everybody that we were coming to see at the con. And here we were at the what two hour mark, I think, since we had walked in the door. Yeah, pretty much almost two, two and a half hours. Yeah, and and to, to, sorry to interrupt you. Um, no, go ahead. I played. I had listened to it a couple of weeks ago uh, before we saw Brent. Um, Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum, the podcast the guy that played Lex Luthor on Smallville, mm -hmm. uh, had Brent on, and Brent was probably one of the best interviews that I had ever heard. And so uh, I told Jess, I'm like, you need to listen to this interview before you meet him. Mm -hmm. Um. And so on the way up to Huntsville, I played the interview for, and, but we got to talk to him quite a bit about that. You know, we talked to him more about those things. Uh, we got to talk to him about, uh, he, he talks in, in, in that podcast about uh, his managers lost his Saturn award that he won back in like 1997 mm -hmm. and had never gotten any resolution for it. Uh, it wound up at some lawyer's office in Australia. <laughs> wow. And she contacted him. She's like, Hey, I've got your Saturn award. He's like, would you mind sending it to me? And he never heard back from her. And so thank. So I asked him about that. I'm like, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm glad you're here in Huntsville. I'm sorry to say that we don't have your Saturn award either. We wouldn't <laughs> run it to you. And he laughed and he said, do you know that when, after that air two weeks ago, the people from the Saturn Awards heard it and called him and profusely apologized and they're getting another <laughs> one to him. 
And he was over the moon. He's like, I'm finally going to get my Saturn award <laughs> <laughs> after 25 years or more. No. Yeah. Yeah. But 20, a little over 25 years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So he was happy about that. And of course we talked to him about playing Bob Wheeler on mm-hmm. night court, Bob and June Wheeler. And, yeah. Um, it was just, know. it's just so much, just so great to talk to him. Just yeah. have that moment just to talk. Yeah. And he, you know, I told him the same thing. I'm like, I've, I've been right there with you since 97. I said, I'm so happy that they brought you back around. And I told him, Bo, I told him the story of us oh, yeah, yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with LeVar Burton at Dragon Con. <laughs> and I, I, I said, I said, by the way, he's, he's got a web series called Fresh Hell. It lasted for, it was, it was for two seasons. And I said, I want you to know that we went up to LeVar at Dragon Con and you know, joked with him about, you know, at least I'm not Brent Spiner, that line. Mm. And he, he laughed. He's mm. like, Oh my gosh, you brought that up to him. He's like, he was so great in that role. And I said, mm. I said, I have to know the whole crux of yeah. the fresh hell web series is Brent is out of work. He can't find a job because of some catastrophe, some career ending catastrophe that he caused. And I looked at him and I said, Brent, I said, before we go, I have to know what what caused the downfall in fresh hell? And he looked at me and he smiled. And he said, Nope, uh, that you, you can't know. I'm not telling what happened. And I'm like, Oh, I said, I'm hoping you would. He said, well, he said, now that Picard has, has wrapped up and we're getting all these accolades, maybe now somebody will help fund the third season. And, then I'll tell you. <laughs> and he, but he said, he's, you know, back then he said a lot of actors are starting to, you know, from our era was starting to, lose jobs and lose opportunities. And he said, and that's why I made the web series, but, but now maybe somebody will pay for the third season and I'll go back to it. (laughs) (laughs) So, but Brent was wonderful. And this is what the picture we were talking about, you know, Brent was using plexiglass at the photo ops. Yes. But we got up there to him and and we talked to Brent for, I mean, he was taking his time with people. Yeah, he was. We talked to Brent for probably a good 10 minutes Mm -hmm. standing there. And he, he was gracious with everybody and, you know, like you see the picture there, he came and put his arms around us and smiled. And I, I really think judging by their reactions, they really enjoyed the interactions with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they know they, they all said, and they're all aware of what an emotional nostalgic nerve season three of Picard hit. And we're going to talk about our mm-hmm. opinions on it in just a bit. Yeah. And that just kind of wraps up, you know, our guest experiences. I mean, we just, we spent the rest of a Saturday just walking around and looking at things, uh, Looking at booths and running into people uh, at the con that we knew, seeing yeah. some people. And my boss was was uh, there uh, for a concert that night, so we went and met him for dinner. And then afterwards, going back to the Birmingham Bulls, we totally <laughs> did not know they were in town to play the Huntsville Havoc. And so we're like, it's Saturday night. We have nothing else to do. Let's go grab a couple of tickets. And so we went and sat in the top of the the uh, Von Braun Center Arena and watch the Havoc beat our Bulls in overtime. <laughs> yep. Sitting in it, it was it was kind of a different feel. It's not what I'm used to with yeah. the with the normal hockey experience here in Birmingham. I but, thankf- I but thankfully there were a couple of Birmingham people around us. So we yeah. we, we were not alone in cheering for the Bulls. Yeah. So it felt good to find those find those around us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, that kind of, that really wraps it up for us as far as, I mean, we know that you came up Sunday, Bo, and we spent the, yeah. we spent the day with you and Oliver uh, Sunday. Yes. 
Yeah, we had a good time. Like I said, uh, I you know said I mean I uh, did most of the same fan experiences y'all did. I didn't. I didn't. Talk, I I meant to talk to Brent, but I didn't. I I, don't, I guess just because I was I was really focused on the wrestling guest. Like I said, I got to talk to Foley for a little bit, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. It was really good to talk to him. Of course, talked to got photo with Dan Housen and. And thankfully, Anna Jay uh, humored me and allowed me to recreate the <laughs> John Silver uh, explaining meme to her. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 for our audio listeners, explain what that you explain what the explaining meme was while I pull it up. OK. For, OK. Oh, oh, you guys are you're glitching a little bit on. My are we? Answer. Yes. Yeah. That's how we roll. OK. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what, what it is, is uh, it's uh, there's a they the. Uh, Anna Jay and there's another uh, when she was part of the uh, the group called the Dark Order. There's a member of the uh, member of his name's John Silver, and they basically I don't it was from an episode of the uh, Being the Elite, but it, there's always the great there's a great meme picture of the guy explaining to the girl. It's always like it's like the drunk guy overly explaining mm-hmm. something. Well, well, her and John Silver. I don't know if it was intentional or not or haven't worked out, but John Silver he it's the yes as you see he is he's explaining to her. And like she, he's doing the, the the complete dude bro explaining something to a, a young lady, where she she has this look of like oh my god. And thankfully, you know she she humored me and took that photo with me. So I'm <laughs> I'm so gracious. And everyone's like oh my god. Like I got a couple of messages from my friends that was like oh my god. I'm so I love you that you did this. I'm like how is not no one else thought to do this. this would be, you know, as soon as I saw she was a, she was a guest, that was like the required picture I had. So we, of course, we took a, a very nice pose picture, which I told her I was like, first of all, I'm especially when it comes to lady guests now. Like you know, I'm just trying to be. Res- I mean, I'm always trying to be res- respectful anyway in general. But I was like, I'll take whatever you know. Like I when uh, taking a photo, I was like, uh, whatever you're comfortable with, I'll stand by you or whatever. Do the the Keanu hover hands or whatever. You know, that's- <laughs> <laughs> but she, you know, she stood next to me like that, so it was cool. And then, like I said, she did the silly recreating the meme picture so i was happy with that and uh like i said uh I, I met gates i talked to her i didn't get a photo with her but i did get her to autograph an autograph on a photo and it was really cool because like i said she spent time talking to oliver she talked to oliver more than me mm-hmm. and that's what i told her i said that's kind of the crazy thing like now like uh talking about picard like you know i, I it, like her raising wesley was cool but this season with her, jack was a little bit better maybe just because it was a nice that's kind of the long season story arc yeah, but I told her I was like, I was like, it's really cool to see characters that I watched when I was younger. Now I'm seeing them be parents, and I'm also being a parent at the same time. So it's a yeah. good, kind of a good thing of you know. It's where you and, see it at this point in your yeah. life now, versus yeah. versus you know how you saw it when you watched Next Gen. You were yeah. you know young. But, yeah, yeah. all my all my all my franchises of my youth are messing me up now. Like I said, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like I said, Ghostbusters with Afterlife and Next Gen or Next Gen with Picard. And, yeah. I, I, it's weird like i'm gonna tell you especially being the father of a son this is a, just going on other tangent but in turtles 90 when splinter is in the fire talking to the turtles as a grown man adult who <laughs> loves ninja turtles it's hard for me not to miss get mystified during that segment now yeah. as a father like it, it messes me up like i don't know why like it's it just it messes me up but you know it's it's one of those things but no, that was that was good that she talked to him. Like it, it, it like I, even though she talked to him more than me, it still it it made the experience special for me. So yeah, it was really cool. So yeah, I'm I'm yeah. I'm thankful that all the 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 main cast members of Next Gen are still around. Yes, you know, we are very mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah. I golly when the I guess the first cast member of the original series was DeForest Kelly. Um, yep. Not long after I got a chance to meet him, uh, he passed yeah. away and. 
and then they just all started going. And, yeah. Oh man. See, see, that's with me. Like the two members, like I said, I, I, I like Shat- Shatner's cool and Kirk's cool, but the two members I wanted to meet most from TOS was DeForest and J- J- James Duhon. My th- Kirk, uh, I mean McCoy and Scotty are my two favorite characters mm-hmm. in Trek. Like mm-hmm. will always be probably two of my favorites. And I hate, uh, like, of course, those guys were, you know, they passed or yeah. By the time I got around to doing conventions, they had passed or been passed for a while. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The the last time I saw Jimmy doing in person was in 1996 for the 30th anniversary yeah. convention. And I, I think we may have covered this on a previous episode, but um, like two years ago. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I bought the, it was called the Galaxy Pass. It was 1,701 passes available. Uh, and I bought one of them. It was like a $500 pass during that mm-hmm. time but they got you autographs from everybody uh they got you early access uh to their uh to their autographs and not uh, a few of the original series members signed at that but not not everybody naturally the the big ones but they were all there but jimmy doing uh we all got to eat dinner with the cast members and actors that who were there from voyager and original series uh, during that time, first contact was in production, and so the next gen guys uh, were not available. Michael Dorn showed up for just a few minutes during that convention, um, and then he was like I said, he was the only one next gen. Well, we're at dinner, uh, and I just happened to wind up dead across from Jimmy doing, <laughs> uh, and Jimmy he's he is bringing so many pretty young ladies to sit on his lap <laughs> get her. like oh hello lass you know and yes. he'd put one on one knee and one on the other and they'd talk and then he'd go back to eat and somebody else would come up to meet him and he'd sit him down on the knee and i'm, I'm sitting across from him just i just admiring this i'm like this old man's got game <laughs> we all thought we all thought kirk was the ladies man but it was no, always scotty, scotty. <laughs> absolutely man but that was a that was a sincere <laughs> fun miracle worker more than one way i guess i don't yeah. know <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun uh golly i remember vividly walter koenig uh check off he was out cutting a rug with, on the dance floor with <laughs> oh that was so great we were not allowed to bring cameras or anything in at the time there was no autographs no cameras it was just you're getting to eat dinner and just mingle with everybody yeah so Put this one into your memory banks because that's all you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. And I that's how we use experience things pre smartphone. Yeah. yeah. True. Oh man. And Major Barrett Roddenberry, she's she she's dipping a broccoli and in ranch and shoving it into her mouth, and I come up to her right as she shoves it in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Mrs. Roddenberry. I'm so I'm a thrilled fan to meet you, whatever. She's having a white ranch off her lip. Mm-hmm. Hi, nice to meet you. I'm like, oh man. <laughs> But uh, that's where I think I've told the story. That's where Buzz Aldrin hit me in the butt. Yep. 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 Yeah. And not, not on purpose. He, he accidentally backhanded me while I was standing there talking to Kate Mulgrew and uh, Dan Golden, the, the former head of NASA. The wrong moon, Buzz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. So, yeah, fun times. But yeah, Jimmy doing was a was a hoot, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I was fortunate to meet all the all the Star Trek. Cool. Uh, the original series cast members and got all their autographs and everything. And I'm thankful I've, I've done the same thing and had photos now with everybody yeah. from next gen. That's, mm-hmm. um, you know, 
like I said, I, I, I started in 87 with the next gen crew and my high school career ended the day that all good things aired. So yeah. outside of Denise, I've met every Denise Crosby. I've met all the major characters of, of <laughs> next gen. I hope, I hope, Patrick Stewart comes back to Dragon Con because I'm still not very happy of my photo with him. Not his fault, but yeah. <laughs> my, well, maybe the, I can get in on this picture with Patrick Stewart because yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the photo op that I've got with Patrick Stewart's got my ex wife in it, <laughs> which is fine. It's totally fine. fine. It's fine. Totally fine. I had no worries with that at all. We're 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 great friends. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> but it's like I would like to have Jess in one. But he's in his 80s now. Who, who yeah. knows? But Shatner, 92, still doing them. Hopefully That's right. Patrick will, will come back. and yeah. I hope so. I'd love to see yeah. him again. I hope Jonathan Frakes will come back, too. I Yes. I Man. Now that I have a full beard, I've got to get a photo with Frakes. <laughs> bring, bring your trombone. As I would say, I'll grab it from over here and bring it with me. <laughs> oh, me. But uh, and he was also, he, he's the one who got Brent on. Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan did a really good interview uh, and talked about, yeah, he, he, he legit plays the trombone. He played on, he played on a famous album. Um, I can't remember what it was, but yeah, he, he's been on a couple of out, al- a couple of famous albums, but uh, yeah, we had a, uh, anything else from, from uh, no, for, you, Bo? For, I mean, I could, I could, t- like I said, the, the most exciting thing I could tell you was happened on that day was when we got home that night. At least will be, this is off the topic, but I can at least talk about it. Uh, we, uh, of course, me and my, my wife was working that night. Me and my son get home that evening. We're late. We, we're, I'm getting him, he has school the next morning. We're, I'm getting him ready for the, the go to bed. This is 8 30. This is just, I'm sorry, this is going to be forever tied to this Huntsville con for me. <laughs> we get, we get, we get home and we have a, we have a, he has a cat that's maybe a little over two years old. And it's and it's a uh, it, it, he likes to bring us in offerings all the time. Oh, okay. So this uh, um, uh, sometimes they are you know for, they are unfortunately the cat has been a cat and they have passed. Well, this they, if sometimes they are not. Well, we had an encounter where this time is not. Me and him, lay, I'm laying there. We're going to bed. All of a sudden, out of the living room, we hear. Rah, rah. I was like, great. What has he brought in? He brought in a baby bunny. Whoa. What? Yes. What a baby bunny. <laughs> Well, I think it was a, a little bit bigger than Baby Bunny. I'm assuming it like the, it was big enough to be on its own, oh, but wow. it still was young. So yeah, so we have a little. I uh, had a little brown bunny. Unfortunately, he, the I don't know. Unfortunately, we we put the bunny up in a box and gave it some water and kept it warm. But unfortunately, it oh. wasn't bleeding or nothing. But unfortunately, it must have been very traumatized because I mean it made it through the night, but then the next day he oh. unfortunately didn't make it. But yeah, so that was my interesting thing because well, I've had to chase. I've had to chase chipmunks, um, because we have a cat door for them because mm-hmm. they, you know, so yeah, it's 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 wild. So yeah, I've had ba- baby bunnies, chipmunks brought into the field, house, field mice. Yes, I have to. I have to turn into. I turn into. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, crud. Um, the croc hunter. I'm yeah, Steve Irwin. Uh, yeah, Steve Irwin. So, yes, yeah, so I'm. I'm all. I'm there with a broom and a box, trying to shuffle it into a box and catch it so I can release <laughs> it back outside. But the the bunny, we were going to take care of it, see how it did. But you yeah, know, fortunately not. But you know, yeah. which was sad was because Oliver took it pretty hard because he was like, oh, we'll take care of this little bunny, and then unfortunately, no, it didn't pass. So we had our first pet burial as a family. That was oh. very interesting. 
Oh no! <laughs> I should have brought I should have brought that up in the earlier segment. Maybe th- I'm sorry. I'm th- trying not to end the con on a downward note, but no, yes, you're not. Th- th- that's going to be forever tied to me with that that that, that day. So that reminds me of my we had a dachshund uh, in our first house. Uh, Mike's wife and I got you know first living in, and our dachshund chased a squirrel into the house. It was Mississippi Squirrel Revival. Uh, <laughs> chased that squirrel all over our house, and we got every door every door in the house open trying to get this thing out. And he finally chased him out. So, yeah, having a squirrel run up your sheets, it's great. Yeah, mm. yeah, oh yeah, the the animal stories. Of- mm-hmm. Oh what? man, but we got to we got yeah. to spend a lot of time with uh, with Shane, our friends uh, Shane yes. and Caitlin and Jesse and. Mm-hmm. Alex and his sons and Ronnie and uh, a lot of lot of uh, ALGB members there, Alabama Ghostbusters yes. members, and mm-hmm. uh, we were leaving the con all ready to to go out to dinner. And Wade, yes, <laughs> Wade passed by on the road. Hey, <laughs> yeah. no, it's Wade. It's like, hey, we missed him. He was dressed as uh, Boba Fett from the Book of yes. Mandalorian. Yeah. Oh, the book of Mandalorian, the book of Boba Fett. Well, well, it kind of, yeah. 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 Well, you're not technically wrong, yeah, not, but not wrong. <laughs> yeah. So we, I never knew he was there yeah. until we saw him passing yeah. on the road. But at least we had to see him. But we had a lot of a, a good yeah. time. Of course, Wayne Newmeyer mm-hmm. um, got to spend time with him. Yeah. And uh, uh, Cheryl, Cheryl Ray, she's a friend yeah, of mine. Cheryl. She also listens to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, she Cheryl. came up Sunday and and had all her Star Trek experience as well. So. Mm-hmm. Nice. Very happy for her too on that because we'd been chatting a couple of days before the con about you know kind of letting her know you know giving her some insights and and she was asking me questions so glad to see her come up Sunday and get to be a part of that and get to I would tell you the the best the best news for that Sunday for me also on top of the excitement of catching a bunny was uh, it might have been Sunday or it might have been Monday was then they announced the dates for next year. Mm-hmm. And finally, the somebody planning gods parked in my favor, and I am off that weekend. Off that weekend. All right. Yeah. So, so let's see what let's see what uh, next year brings us for so that we, con. We need- uh, I mean, I, I will good. Like I said, I would I would be okay either if we could try to see if we could get a Bama Geeks table or a Alabama Ghostbusters table. I'm I'm game yeah. that weekend. We definitely need to get a room again. Mm-hmm. That was nice. Uh, we the first time that. I mean, we finished everything we needed to. Yeah, it's, it's within, not. It's not a spitz within a few hours. Yeah, on Saturday. Even, but even though we got it done quickly, I like that setting. That's just like it's not Dragon Con, but it's still that convention setting is very, yeah, home feeling. Like you know, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. There, there have been a lot of comments online about how much more crowded it was this year, and it's still, that wasn't. It wasn't terrible. No, it wasn't. Not, obviously, these people haven't been to a large convention. Yeah, yeah, apparently, this was nothing compared to that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was like it has been in the past for us, and we had a great time. I mm-hmm. thought it was well set up. It was certainly well organized. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeremy, I think his last name Long, Jeremy Long, that runs the the convention. He did. A, I, I think they did a great job. Mm-hmm. And uh, are they going to outgrow the South Hall of the Von Braun Center? Potentially could be could could very well be. Um, that would be great to see because yeah, uh, you yeah. want that you want yeah. the growth. So you know, I didn't have a problem with the with the capacity or the room. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought it was fine. Yeah. But if they feel like they need to expand, by all means, they deserve to expand because it's a great convention, and uh, highly recommend if you can go next yeah. year, do so. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's worth your time. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Really, it's a good value. A lot of great guests. A lot of great vendors. Um, mm-hmm. I spent 
the uh, I spent the con looking for a set of Dungeons and Dragons dice because I've never played D and D, <laughs> and but for years I've seen this set of dice that looks like uh, candy corn, much to some people's chagrin. Mm. I'm not eating it. I'm just I like the aesthetic, <laughs> even though I do love candy corn. It's actually why I wanted the dice. And but yet you, yet you crap on pickles, dill pickles. Mm, mm. I'm judging. <laughs> you don't like mayo, sir. Hey, hey. As hey. I should. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it was Mark Meir, who, uh, the voice of Commander Shepard in Mass Effect series. He had posted up on his Facebook page, golly, a few years ago, a set of candy corn uh, dice that he had picked up. And I'm like, ooh, I kind of want those. <laughs> and I went back to the website that he had mentioned um golly two or three months ago and they were bought out by another company and were out of stock and don't know when that like yeah. the last update was like two years ago <laughs> and so i'm like oh that's great so I, i've started i started ha having candy corn dice fomo mm -hmm. and so i went up we, we saw one dice you know etsy dealer <clears throat> went up to them and they said, what, what kind are you looking for? And I said, I've never played D&D. &D. They said, I, I kind of got the itch because I'm starting to rewatch the old cartoon series from the 80s um, because I'm starting to buy the figures from uh, Hasbro just to get the dice. Uh, yeah. And so um, it's kind of piquing my interest a little bit. Finally, Rookie will, our friend Rookie will be extremely happy to hear that. But I, I went up to him like I'm I kind of, looking for a set of dice that just looks like candy corn and they're like yeah we had at some point in time but nobody really wanted to buy it so i guess you're the outlier and i'm like okay. <laughs> so we're the we're the person we're the people you've been looking for yeah i'm the one you've been looking for like well we stopped making those a few months ago because nobody was <laughs> buying them i'm like oh you know both thinks that's justified um <laughs> so we found another uh dice dealer on Saturday and they didn't have it. They, they didn't have a set of dice I was looking for. And mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't wind up really talking to them. I was just glancing over their table, but then on Sunday they had a set of candy corn dice. It was more black, but had like little candy corn designs embedded into the black. They really look cool. Uh, and so I'm like, Hey, I, I, you know, consulting with my, my accountant next to me that I'm married <laughs> to I'm like, Hey, can we do this? You know, cause, Custom dice are not cheap. You know, you want to support small yeah. business. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, you know, yeah, we can get the dice. And so I was like, I want this pair of dice or the set of dice. <laughs> and she goes, wow, we haven't sold a set of these since October. <laughs> and she said, that's actually our last one. And she said, nobody wants to buy these. And I'm like, ah, what's wrong with me? Uh, something is immediately, <laughs> I'm thinking in my mind, I finally get interested and I'm the oddball, <laughs> but I don't care. I have a set of candy corn dice now that I'm extremely happy with. I think they're beautiful. And now I just have to find people to play with. Yep. And I have to, well, let, let me get finished with my master's program next year. And then I can find people <laughs> to play with and devote some time to it. <laughs> so, but so I'm, you know, once uh, Hasbro releases the next wave of Dungeons and Dragons figures in August, I think. I'll be able to complete that set. So I'll have two sets of dice. Yeah. Yeah. I judge my nerd cred, if you will. I haven't gotten any. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> so I ran out of tea and you know, now I'm struggling to 
keep a dry mouth. Well, uh, my final comment on the con is I feel like I've, I've tried to do what I could to uh, be a friend to Danhausen. Uh, mm-hmm. I wanted to leave a wanted to leave in you know good impression with him. Um, Brock made the comment because we were standing there at times right across from the table, and he was like, "Your two favorite, two of your favorite guys are like right in front of you, right here." <laughs> I was like, "I know." I know. I just, I don't want to be annoying. I don't want to be that person, you know, it's like, (laughs) so, uh, at one point in the con, I did find a vendor that had a a Ziploc bag of random Simpsons figures. It looks like it was kind of some from the, you know, the Halloween theme Simpsons. So I picked up that little Ziploc bag, Dan Housen loves Simpson stuff. So I walked up and I showed him the bag. I was like, do you have any of these? And he was like, no, actually, I don't. I was like, well, you do now. Here you go. Mm-hmm. He was like, oh, thanks. So, and then uh, Amber gave him an Alabama Ghostbusters patch. Yes. Because yes. he loves Ghostbusters. He's friends with our friend Adam up in the Metro Detroit Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Really good friends. Uh, his acquaintances. Is, that, is that the area where he lives at? Yeah. He, yeah. yeah. He lives in Detroit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Michigan. Yeah. So Adam and Lisa, they see them. Yeah. He, they see him all the time. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we mentioned that he's like, oh, yeah, the guy with the Ecto. Yeah, really. Like, yeah, that's really cool. So, mm-hmm. And Adam and Lisa gave him a flight suit, a Ghostbusters flight yeah. suit. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we, we left him an Alabama Ghostbusters patch as well. And uh, before he he headed, he headed out of there Sunday and Bo got his picture signed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I gave him a, a box of Sour Patch Kids because he likes Sour Patch Kids. I've also been uh, aware of some other things that he likes. So hopefully there will be another appearance somewhere. And. I can just keep on, you know, just giving, giving the gifts, giving, paying the human monies and making him happy and (laughs) staying free from curses. So (laughs) that was uh, anything else. We're going to wrap up Huntsville. Uh, Let's wrap it up. I think that's good. Yeah. All right. We we talked a lot about Huntsville. I'm very happy about that. Um, Before we, before we move on to one other thing, but what did you say you wanted about the punch out pizzeria? I see that. I see Johnny. I just see Johnny in my social feed. Oh, oh is he showing in the socials? Is, yes. Wait, do we have breaking see. news here on the? Yeah, I, I just got my subscriber preview uh, yeah. email. <laughs> Johnny uh, Ruckus, our friend Johnny Ruckus over at RuckusTees.com. Highly, highly encourage you to go uh, support go. him. Then um, you see in the chat there, he's already. I don't know if that's a bot. Usually if it's a bot, I will I'll type to it, but it responds <laughs> right back to me. So it might be Johnny just sitting there wondering if I'm going to do anything. Yeah, he, he does that sometimes. Yeah, because so yeah. I've left I've left comments anonymously and he's like, oh, well, fine then, you know. But uh, he says, are you here to see dumb shirts? And the answer is yes. Um, <laughs> but he's got this uh, this design. That's Johnny in the picture there. Oh. Uh, Punch out pizzeria T-shirts. I, I think nice. that's going to be an, uh, a must buy for you. Uh, I think I think yeah. that will be. Making yeah. another purchase at Ruckus Tees. I got I got to order his 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 uh, Spirits Unleashed pins too. That's that's I feel terrible. I haven't ordered them yet. I haven't either, and I want to get the full set. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and donate some plasma. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to to I get that, but that. I want to make that happen. But yeah, so Johnny's uh Johnny's got that. I didn't know if you had seen that yet. I saw yeah I saw that it was like I've I've got the the feed here on the side. I, okay. I am paying attention, but I also <laughs> multitasking. So. He's not watching the wrestling again. Not watching WrestleMania. No, 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 no. no. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you talk about his Ghostbusters pins. Uh, so a really awesome picture that showed up uh, on the socials on McKenna Grace's uh, social yes. media. Uh, she uh, 
she revealed herself wearing the Phoebe wig and glasses mm-hmm. again. Yep. So as Ghostbusters Firehouse is kicking, kicking into high gear. Our Phoebe is growing up. That's right. Yeah. She's the same age as my daughter. It's uh Oh, wow. This is hard to see. <laughs> Watching two of my favorite ladies growing up right in front of my eyes. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> That's, I didn't really, that's awesome. She, her, and, her and your daughter is the same age. Mm-hmm. She's 17, right? And McKenna? She's close. She's, yeah, she's 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 either, yeah, she's there in the, mm-hmm. well, let's see, the, the, let's use the Google machine. <laughs> Google that. Let me Google that for you. Um, there has been a, we won't discuss anything here, um, but we, what, about a week or so ago, the community got on fire because some things were put out there and... Yeah. Oh yeah. We're not we're not going to talk about those things. Um, yeah, although, she's sixteen. She's although 16. I'm sure a lot of people have seen this and seen the things that have been posted, but we will not talk about that. Yeah, just a just a heads up. If you if you like to avoid spoilers, which I do, I hate spoilers with a pla- passion, and I have too many friends who enjoy them with a passion, <laughs> and we have too many friends who like to share them openly. Um, they have been muted on all my social media feeds until Firehouse comes out, mm-hmm. but um. Yeah. Um, spoilers for some casting has leaked uh, UK those, tabloids. Yeah, those didn't bother me too bad. I think I think it's just because I was I've been more upset if Afterlife got spoiled rather than waiting 30 years, 30 years for new Ghostbusters versus, you know, a couple of years. But that's just me. No, right. and I see your point there. And one of them wasn't so much of a spoiler because I kind of figured this particular thing yeah. would happen with this person. Yeah. But, but yeah. one of the characters got. Yeah, the I'm one like, one oh. I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that's 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 a big one yeah and we're not going to discuss it we're not going to say who yeah if you yeah. haven't seen it we're not going to do you dirty yeah. like that that's right but uh just know from us from the bama geeks and from the alabama ghostbusters you will not see those spoilers yeah. some franchises do not care and will share whatever um they feel like they just got their scoop they got their hands on it they gotta yeah, get it gotta out there yeah. yeah it's another reason i've kind of Fallen out of love with the Ghostbusters community <laughs> as a whole uh, for the last few years. It's just too many. Yeah. Um, too many people who do things like that. Yeah. Uh, so I've, I've muted a lot. I've muted Ghostbusters and stuff on my. Well, you're going to mute them for probably a year because yeah. even though the, even though it says the release date is around Christmas, I don't expect that. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I yeah. think it'll be sometime later in the spring or even closer to Ghostbusters Day 2024. I mean, if they're smart, it writes it writes it for them. Unless they want to get it, you know. Yeah. Whenever they release it, I'll be happy, and I'll definitely try to. We'll try to get to the me, premieres this year. Me just thinking, I'm thinking Memorial Day of 2024, but that's just me. That'd be big. I mean, it did well. Afterlife did extremely well in the theater. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we there'll be no afterlife's or our firehouse firehouse spoilers. We were not going to post anything <laughs> and. I need you now. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Good one. Boy, you took uh, uh, back to a band, huh? Yes, yes. <laughs> Finally found the spoiler of yes. a lifetime. <laughs> Sorry. Every time I hear the, the title, that's where my brain goes. To. <laughs> Don't treat me bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I got to no, pull that up on Apple Music now. You're you're welcome for that earworm. Thank you. I I loved Firehouse. Uh, <laughs> I had a crush on the girl who was on the cover of that one. I think of that and <laughs> that in the uh, the Taco Bell commercial they had where the guy was sitting there with it was like some kind of cheesy gordita thing. Uh-huh. St- stupid commercial. Old commercials there. 
That's the thing. I'm not anything important. My wife tells me to remember goes right out. But hey, commercial I saw 25 years ago. It's right leaving. there. Yeah. 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 Nostalgia is your drug of choice. It, it, it is. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, Ghostbuster stuff. Just know that it's out there. It's floating around out yeah. there. If you don't want spoilers, don't go looking, and mm. don't follow certain franchises from a mm. northern state. Uh, <laughs> that's how I found it. And immediately blocked yeah. them. I don't. I don't know who runs that franchise or their social media, but they got blocked. Yeah, they got a little two sided. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. Be, be courteous. If mm-hmm. you want to go looking for spoilers, go looking for spoilers. But be courteous yeah. to the people who don't want them. You know, because yeah. you're yeah. going to lose friends like that. Yep. And I'm at the age I don't care if I unfriend you. Yeah. For the most part, I still like you as a person. But if you're going to spoil things, you're going to get muted at at, at the very least. Yes. Unfollow <laughs> for a while. Not that it matters what I do. I'm just a peon in the world. Anyway. Yeah. So, well, huh? Well, it's, it's, now we're going to talk more other things. We're going to throw the spoiler thing because maybe some people yeah. have avoided two things we're about to talk about because some people may want to go in fresh to it. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, speaking of spoilers, we are going to spoil this because it has been two weeks since the mm-hmm. end, all the information's out there. If you have, if you follow any Star Trek accounts, they, what? the official accounts have been posting like mad. So but the one thing I want to talk about is the, the, can we, do we just, can we quickly budge on the, the flash trailer? Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. We had that on our notes. I apologize. Yeah. You're, you're good. No. Yeah. Go ahead, I, man. Yeah. Like I said, if anybody's avoiding this trailer, just cause like it's uh, part of me, is there something happens in the trailer that, I kind of wish it would have been in the theater, but yeah. now that I think about how I act, I'm kind of glad it wasn't because in that trailer, when you have Michael Keaton telling you, this is, you know, oh, elder Batman telling you, you want to get nuts, let's get nuts. I'm pretty sure if I'd seen that in the theater, I probably would have stood up and screamed, Yeah, I guess it's I guess it's kind of oh, good that you man. know that's coming because yes. I can only imagine your react. I really wish I could have seen your reaction oh, to this trailer. Like, like I, Were I, you at I, work I, again? No, I know I was at home. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting here at my computer and I, and I saw the notification from WB. It's like, hey, the trailer's dropping. I forgot what I was doing. And then I look and I see notifications for the, the, the Flash and trailer reaction. I was like, ooh. So I pull it up. So we get into it and it's you got a good setup for the story and everything mm-hmm. and and like i'd seen the pictures of, of the him without his um without his cow yeah and i was like okay that's nothing new but he actually he broke out one of the most keaton batman lines on me and like i just was like oh, oh. <laughs> i was i was i was like eight nine years old i was eight nine years old again watching batman my batman <laughs> and there's like so many good highlights of him in that 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 trailer mm-hmm. i'm like I can, I'm just wondering what they're hiding from us. Yeah. Oh man. That we haven't seen yet. Cause it's like, Oh man, this is going to be, and it's, it's great. It, even though it is the flash movie, we, this is, this is our third Keaton Batman movie. We always wanted. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah, true. That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. But like, but like all the characters, even like, you know, depending on people's personal opinion on Ezra Miller, I like his Barry, his, his mm-hmm. Barry flash. I love, and I'm very intrigued. I can't think of the actresses that's playing Supergirl, but I am really intrigued by her. She looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Like she, she gives off a good vibe. Well, yeah, she's not Superman. I'm happy. It's just it's really sad that Ezra Miller has kind of become what he is because yeah. I agree. I think he's been a. I think he's played the Flash fantastically, yeah. and his his version of it has been done very well. This yeah, is. It, 
this is a definite case of separating the art from the artist. Right. And I, I believe that, you know, there's a lot of people after what Ezra did, they were like, why are they, they, they canceled Batgirl. Why are they not canceled this? But after you see this trailer and what it's going to be, the Warner brothers knew they've got something special. Mm-hmm. in this. Like it's, it's, you know, it, I think it's going to do very well for me. If this is the true ending to the DCEU, it's going to be a bang of a way to go out. Yeah. yeah. And I'll be honest. I'm really looking forward to, I, I, I and I know they will. I know Affleck and, Keaton are going yeah. to interact as as oh god I hope so Batman. I hope so. but Affleck's suit the blue and gray suit oh it looks so good Ooh. don't it bring it like especially with our age group because like that was the the Batman comic of the the seventies superpowers super friends and all yeah mm-hmm. like that 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 gray and blue like it, black Batman looks awesome but mm-hmm. Batman sixty six oh man just that <laughs> that's that's a good Batman look yeah mm-hmm. that color combination is always a winner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just, it, yeah it's like that that movie is <laughs> oh, i cannot wait to see more of that movie and if you have a lead on the 89 todd mcfarland toys yes mcfarland toys batmobile <laughs> for you know for that retail price of 60 bucks let us know because i don't yeah. want to pay 140 for this thing and i'm not I, yeah i have had someone show me they found the the, the maskless figure of keaton but they have that's all they found no mm-hmm. no no batmobile yet yeah uh I've got an order on Amazon right now for like the, the 12 inch tall, uh, mm-hmm. 89, like the statue figure from McFarlane, yeah. uh, it's ready to ship. So I'm, I'm licking my chops to get that thing in. Mm-hmm. They have with Todd. Todd has been doing an excellent job with those figures. Well, the, 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 the cowless Keaton. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, that's not what I'm really going to get. <laughs> I, like I said, I want, I want, I want the, <laughs> He reminds me that with that hair it reminds me of the uh, now, now that we're in May, it's going to be May. Mr. Timberlake. Uh, here <laughs> Did that for uh, normally I'm a very mean person, but that that one's that one's out uh, of me quickly. I've seen it everywhere already. And Jess is running around dancing to it. It's going to yeah. be May. My my favorite one is our good friend Kevin Brooks posted was a uh, Green Goblin crashing through Aunt May's uh, <laughs> window saying it's going to be May. I was like, you know what? This is one I can approve of. I saw that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. So but Flash, like I said, if you haven't watched trailer, you love 89 Batman, watch it. Yeah. So, but that was the first spoiler thing that we wanted to hit on. I guess uh, now we're going to just offer up some thoughts. I know we uh, yeah. got into a long episode here. Yeah, that's... Um, <laughs> without Kevin, I know. Golly, Kevin, be uh, hey, I got, gotta go to bed, guys. Um, no, no, or Cora's <laughs> like, bro, I gotta go to the bathroom, bro. Go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dogs would be, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, what we'll, we're we're gonna touch on Picard season three here. So if yes. if you've enjoyed the episode, we appreciate it. If you're gonna bail, if you haven't seen it, haven't had anything spoiled, we certainly appreciate it. Just hit up. You know, at Bama Geeks on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Join us on Facebook for uh, the Bama Geeks Front Porch. That's our private online community where we like to share nerdy and fun things and sit and chat. And uh, you can also join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Bama Geeks, $5 a month. We'll get you uh, some behind the scenes things that we just won't talk about publicly. Nothing bad, just things we don't want to bring up publicly we save that for special times and special people yeah the special people being the patreon members that's right so if you're leaving us there's your plug if you're going to hang with us there's your plug i won't do it again at the end of the episode uh 
but uh now we're gonna just we're gonna we're gonna give our thoughts on star trek picard this final season uh not not a rundown of anything uh you know we we do learn that um you know beverly has has another son named jack mm-hmm. and uh jack is there's something uh, special about jack something extremely special and you know Riker and Picard find them and uh Riker's like you know there's something familiar about this kid <laughs> <laughs> and then John Luke do you not see this yep turns out John Luke is a papa mm-hmm. he and Beverly we all knew there was an interest there between them and by golly oh, they yeah. acted on it they had a special night that hey um <laughs> <laughs> They met in sick bay one night. <laughs> what kind of experiments can we get into? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Picard is is you know Jean Luc is a dad, um, and I love I love the series. You know, where you talk about being a parent, and yes, uh, this this season was all about parenting and what do you do as a parent, mm-hmm. and um. You know, Picard and Jack having to come to terms with the fact that yeah. we've just discovered each other. We didn't know each other existed. We didn't know our relationship was there. Mm-hmm. And watching them grow very quickly under a lot of stress. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah. Jack's kind of a, Beverly's kind of turned into a pirate type figure. <laughs> so was Jack. And uh, uh, if you watch Deep Space Nine, you and know Odo. Rest in peace, Renee Auburn Chinois. Um, is well, it, well, say, make, hmm? made me think on top of this, like uh, before you get into it, this entire season, not just for next gen. If you like that era of Star Trek, mm-hmm. next gen, Deep Space Nine, Voyager, this was the to which to me, like you know, it, whether you know the original series laid a lot of the foundation of Star Trek, that era of Star Trek is pretty much the central lore. Yeah. It really is. So that's what I'm saying. Like, so if you if you liked any of those, like th- that's where it builds off of. Like you said, you've got, of course, the changeling. So I'm mm-hmm. sorry, I didn't mean the trigger or something. No. This is thought I had. So no, perfectly fine. No, that's. And if you haven't watched Deep Space Nine ever, I know Jess has not. Mm-mm. It's slow to start, but oh, is it good? That yeah. is one of the best Trek series out there. It's fantastic, but uh, the changelings, uh, mm-hmm. you learn about those in Deep Space Nine. Um, mm-hmm. and, and Odo, who was the, uh, the station security officer, he slept in a bucket, but a lagoon. Yeah. Well, the changelings, uh, the changelings have, uh, have some revenge on their minds for the Dominion. Well, yeah. Yep. And which is so funny. That's the biggest thing in technology changes. Cause like when I expected to see some of the changelings morph to a liquid, I expected that shiny gold look, not a fleshy snotty kind of thing (laughs) which might be more accurate but still it was a little disturbing yeah it really was but what uh what was fun is uh vatic yes um who was it when she showed up in her ship the uh the shrike Yes. Um, it, I was screaming, oh my gosh, did they find the Balkans? Because if you go to the Kelvin timeline, yeah, the first Star Trek reboot movie with Chris Pine and um, mm-hmm. uh, 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 your guy, why did that Zachary Quinto? Yeah, Carl yeah. Urban, yeah, Carl Urban. <laughs> um, that timeline, you see a very similar ship, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Eric Bana, uh, 
playing uh, the Romulan, and his name escapes me. I feel so bad about that. Uh, yeah, I know. It's yeah. Um, Nero. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nero ship uh, looks similar. Very similar. Yeah. Very similar. So well, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, well, they're about to merge the Kelvin timeline into this. But um, what I enjoyed, Vatic was played by Amanda Plummer, who mm-hmm. I I know better than any role from So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and and uh, Pulp Fiction. Right. Yep. Yep. Um, Honey Bunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. <laughs> so I, I I love the fact that they brought her in as the big bad for this, especially with her her dad, her dad yeah. Christopher Plummer, <laughs> yeah, General Chang from Star oh. Trek: The Undiscovered Country, Star Trek Six. What is one of the best Trek villains? Oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> what what's that iconic line that he had? That I spent for years since I've seen Star Trek Six. Uh, which one the uh. It was best served cold or no, that's a Klingon old Klingon proverb. Revenge is a dish best served cold. Oh, there was something Shakespearean. Oh yeah. 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 Oh crud. I know. I feel so bad. I know exactly what you're talking about. The right before, right before his ship gets blown up. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, trust me, we're fans. We just, we're we're so old with bad (laughs) memories. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You remember he said something cool. We just can't remember what it was. Yeah. Um, it's so funny though that like because I wasn't sure that I didn't know that shit that was her dad, but then after watching her as Vatic, I'm like, oh my gosh, that is that is that is his daughter because he she does a lot of his mannerisms and and I'm glad she did that even though she's her own villain, she still does a lot of the way she sits in the captain's chair and the, a lot of the way she it just it was it was very cool. Yeah, it really was. And the curveball because I'm thinking, oh great, the changelings are finally gonna take over and. Uh, Boy, was I wrong. I did not know. <laughs> I was thinking there was what's some fun? kind of. Oh, go sorry. Uh, no, it was because like, uh, like, yeah, I was expecting some big, bad changeling bad guy. I was like, OK, mm-hmm. this is kind of interesting this season on, but I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, what's funny is that, you know, Brock and I had already yeah. seen it up to except, you know, up to the last two episodes, the last well, the very last episode. Yeah. And that's when, you know, the second to the last when we jumped on, it's like, Bo. Just, yeah. just watch season three, okay? Just, just because watch it. <laughs> I will be honest. I tried watching season one. I watched it about halfway through, mm-hmm. and it just—I did not enjoy it. Understandable, I, you know. I, and I didn't, you know, crap on. It. I was just like, this ain't for me. Yeah. But then, they, the, then these two lovely people told me, find a way to watch. You know, just watch this season. But I was like, you know what? I watched a couple of quick recap videos of season one and two, and then I dived into season three while I was recovering from things. Yeah. And and um. And I, I was—I had the time to watch it, and I was so glad I did. It's just funny because you were chatting with us yes. as you were watching it, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm just like, ah, yeah, but yeah. I was giving us the play-by-play. Yeah, he's, oh, he's about to be happy. He's about to be yeah. happy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was great. But yeah, as, as soon as you, you know that the whole thing culminates with the, with the penultimate. Excuse me, I got the hiccups now. Um, the the penultimate episode, the next to last. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, when they reveal, when they reveal what they were revealing, I immediately, Bo, you got to stay off social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, start watching. There is no more excuses. You have to, otherwise, you're going to have the most beautiful thing in the world spoiled for you. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, yeah. I didn't phrase it like that because that would get. Yeah, no, you're just like, like you, you're going to have something yeah. major spoiled. You don't want this spoiled. Trust me, you want to see this in real time. Mm-hmm. 
But he was right. It was the most beautiful thing. Like if it had got spoiled, I would have been upset. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it turns out, you know, the the whole the whole premise of the the season Vatic and the changelings ticked off about the Dominion War and and they and have a deal with the devil. They made a big deal with a big devil. Big time. And they uh they became buddies with the Borg. You don't realize <laughs> Borg until, buddies. You don't realize this until later on, but you're like, why do the changelings have such such an interest in destroying the Federation right now? Mm-hmm. It's got to mm-hmm. be something a little bit more than just oh we lost the dominion war or whatever yeah it yeah they they had a massive plan and you know the borg they assimilate they and, and i know we're jumping all over the place but jack has visions mm-hmm. jack has is is having these visions there's a red door he's got these red mm-hmm. streaks but he can jump into people he doesn't know how doesn't mm-hmm. know why um and so yeah, he could, yeah, could kind of. Usually, it was particular people younger, under the age of the, the under, under the age of thirty. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they the Vatic and the Changelings are looking for Jack because mm-hmm. Jack yes. had this ability. And well, here, here's if you want people to start putting that together, he is the son of of I guess a John Luke and, and Crusher, and of course, you know what did what did John Luke endure? Some fun time with the Borg. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he gets assimilated in the best of both worlds. Season three cliffhanger mm-hmm. uh, is Locutus a Borg, and so the Borg they know Jean Luc. Well, mm-hmm. there all of a sudden there's his son with these special abilities, but we don't. You don't know the Borg's involved yet. Yeah, you know, but you know that Jack's got these abilities, and it's something weird. And Jean Luc's like, well, he's getting, you know, he's getting remnants of my eremitic syndrome yep. and you know it's during this time cast members next gen cast members are slowly creeping back into the fold mm-hmm. yes. that, not everybody's rushing in at one time right yet yeah you know we get introduced to crusher at the beginning you know beverly mm-hmm. right at the beginning and then all of a sudden raffi who is a character is about the only really is the only yep. character you really need to know from the first two seasons but then again you really don't need to know her mm-hmm. um just know they do a good job kind of re re yeah. rehashing what happened to her yeah yeah so she's looking for somebody who's given giving her clues about you know frontier day you know the mm-hmm. you know what's going to happen on frontier day something big is building and it involves the changelings or whatever else and it finds out the person giving her information is wharf <laughs> uh who is freaking hilarious it's a different kind of wharf now he's much older He's more of a pacifist, mm-hmm. which well, see, is so funny. Which I which I did some reading. Apparently, a, a lot of the the uh, I guess the popular fan theories because he was captain of the Enterprise E after Picard, <laughs> and yeah. apparently he did something that wound up causing a lot of damage. So they've kind of I think he kind of that's when he started embracing his pacifism to kind of mm-hmm. balance himself. Mm-hmm. Which, just- that's what I said. As I told y'all, I love it. He had that great line about Slayer of Galron. Mm-hmm. Would you like some? Would you like some tea? Would you you like know? Some tea? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's he's great. Oh my gosh, Worf is so funny during. And this. I'm so glad they put him back in a special special um oh the special class yellow. Yeah. Even though even though he looked good in Command Red, the the yellow was mm-hmm. always going to be it looked better on Worf. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And they eventually gave him his uh, the old Klingon sash. Yes, yeah. like, it, that's what they did such a good job. Like I said, they just do so the little, the, like 
oh man, it's it's they just keep building in and, oh the Easter eggs. You want to talk about Easter eggs? Like we'll get to this here in a minute, but yeah. Uh, the first big Easter egg that got me on the first episode mm-hmm. was like, okay, this is this this looks great. They've been reunited with Beverly. There's something to this mm-hmm. Jack kid. And then in credits roll, it's the score to Star Trek oh, First yep. Contact. Uh, th- and that- I I cried. I kid you not. That is my favorite. I love I love the first contact score. I love the generation score. And the when that when that opening score to first contact hit in the credits, I'm like, oh my gosh, they did not that ripped my heart out. Mm-hmm. But then starting to see the little Easter eggs in the end credits where they're talking about some fleet museum. You see the Enterprise A, you see Voyager yeah. listed. It's like, oh, what are they building to? Mm-hmm. And boy, do they build. Um, oh. uh, but yeah. Um, so Worf comes in. Riker comes in. You find out Riker's son. Yes. Uh, Riker, uh, Will, and Deanna's son has been killed. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I can't remember how he passed. But yeah, yeah, I can't either. Um, but they've got a daughter. Mm-hmm. Right? It wasn't the daughter that was killed. It was the son, right? Mm-hmm. It, was it was the, the son. son. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, you see Deanna, who, you know, Will comes, you know, Will was back in the first episode. Uh, so you got Crusher, you got Will, you've got uh, Worf that shows up, and then you've got Deanna that shows up via a video message. Uh, she and Will are kind of on the outs. They're having some issues. Um, uh, Jordy. We meet Jordy's daughters yeah, in we, this series. Yeah, yeah. You're the first officer. Mm-hmm. Or not first. Uh, oh. Chief engineer. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, was she a chief engineer? No, the, his other daughter was an engineer, but yeah. his, his daughter, his actual reverse daughter, was the engineer daughter. Okay, where, and then the other one was the helmsman. Yes, right. Yes, yeah, the pilot. Uh, so we we meet his daughters, which brings Jordy's kind of retired, running the the fleet museum. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a commandant isn't he yes he's i a think commandant. so yeah um he's running the fleet museum where all these ships are so you know you get to they go visit geordie you get to see the sh- some of the ships you see voyager hanging out there which yes. oh you see voyager you see uh the defiant from deep space nine enterprise a it's all the enterprise a, a. Mm-hmm. yes you seen all these old ships and I'm just, I'm crying. I'm like, Oh my yep. God, here are the ships. <laughs> I love the Star Trek characters, but man, I love me some ships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The ships are. And so, um, that's, that's how I get Jordy back in. Uh, you know, data died at the end of season one. Uh, mm-hmm. they killed him off and you think you're not going to get data back. And then mm-hmm. they just happened to find. Well, that was at the, uh, day, was it Daystrom, Daystrom Institute? Yeah. Which the amount of Easter eggs in there, I didn't notice it the first time until I rewatched it. One of the things was the Genesis device. Did yeah. you know that? Yes. Yeah. I didn't notice that the first time. Oh, I was like, ooh, I, ooh. Dude, as soon as I saw that, it was a Genesis 2 project, right? Yeah. There's a second Genesis project. And, yeah. Yeah. And I, I saw that and I about leaped. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are they going to do with this? That and that the Tribbles with Teeth was very terrifying too, <laughs> by the way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then... The body of yep. Captain Kirk is yep. in a tank in there or in stasis or something. They went and retrieved Kirk's body off Viridian 3, right? Yep. He, he died on Viridian. 
Was yeah, it, yeah, it's Viridian Three. Yeah. Yes. So they went and retrieved Kirk's body after Picard had buried him under a pile of rocks. <laughs> um, by the way, look up O T O Y on YouTube, Otoy, and they kind of reveal they're mm-hmm. kind of, they're doing kind of a Roddenberry archive, uh, and they kind of reveal who came and, or at least assuming who came and was able Got to get it. Kirk off the planet. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, and I don't mind telling you. Um, well. Please, because I need to watch, I need to look into this. Who, it's who did two, they say? It's a two-minute clip. Okay. It's a two-minute clip. And it's not Leonard Nimoy. Okay. You don't know that's not Leonard Nimoy. Oh. They mm-hmm. had Spock come back, pick up Kirk's badge that Picard had laid on the rocks, picked it up, and he turns around. He's standing on Viridian 3. I mean, he's at the oh. side. He's standing over Kirk's grave. Mm-hmm. He pulls his head back, pulls his hood back, and it's, it is Leonard Nimoy Spock. To wow. a P, and oh, it's wow. Leonard Nimoy. It straight up and down. Wow! So go look that up. It's a it's two minute clip. It's worth watching. It's O-T-O-Y. called O T O Y. Okay. O T O Y. I guess O T O Y. Yeah. But yeah, they're 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 working with Terry Metalis uh, apparently on what what's happening is this uh, uh, this project is they're they're going through and trying to fill in the holes of the story. Yeah. So yeah. now that now that you've seen Kirk's body. And, or you've seen his name on a, yeah. a stasis tank or a stasis field or tank or whatever in in there uh, in Picard. Now they're going back and filling in some of the holes. How yeah. did he get there? Well, first of all, if if we're we're in the business of resurrecting captains, can we? Even though I hated the guy at the beginning of the series, he now became one of my favorite. I need I need Captain Shaw Stand. back. Mm-hmm. The 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 dip s from Chicago. Yes, like <laughs> that guy. He took he took me from completely like I want to punch this guy to like. I like him. Yeah. Yeah. I like this guy a whole lot. Yeah, yeah we haven't talked about him, but he he's the <laughs> he's the captain of the Titan. Titan. Oh. And that's where they get seven of nine yep. uh, to go on this little adventure of, with Vatic and Oh and man. I maybe think I hadn't talked to you guys since I watched it, but man, he, that scene like maybe think where, where you got seven of nine, like a Voyager, man, when she is talking to well, eventually it wound up not being Tuvik. Tuvok. Oh but yeah. That whole scene where they talk and then they sprinkle in the Voyager theme in the background. Mm-hmm. I was like Oh yeah, it's all right. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. Oh my gosh! Like I said, if you love that era of Trek, you—I've—I've I've, I've messaged so many people that have not watched it, or people mm-hmm. I knew that like Trek. I'm like, just watch this season. You—you—you you, you will not be—you will not regret it. Yeah, and I'm, I'm ashamed that we haven't even brought up Seven of Nine yet. She's a <laughs> massive part of the season. Oh, she's she was she was wonderful, and like I, I'm mm-hmm. I'm happy for. Uh, Oh, Jerry Ryan. Well, mm-hmm. she, I mean, she's, she's been a huge part of the entire Picard series. All yeah. three seasons, she's a massive, massive part of it. But season three is where she really mm-hmm. kicked it into high gear. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, she helps she helps Picard and Riker get the Titan and squirrel it away in the first episode. And that's, uh, anyway, go go watch the series. Like I said, we're not yeah, going to do a big breakdown. <laughs> we're just giving thoughts and we're coming up on three hours of sitting here. Wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is the longest we've gone. Um, but uh, that's including the Patreon content. Well, let's just let's get to the big part. The like big part. Bring it, the big reveal. <laughs> everybody, everybody gets together. Data. Uh, there, there's a new Dr. Soong. Uh, is Noonien Soong, who is Data and Lore's creator. Basically, is somehow infused with Lore and Data. Yeah, he's parts of all of all the four variants. You got yeah. Data, Lore, B four, and 
Soong himself, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's why when you see Data, he looks more human in this. Mm-hmm. He looks more like Soong than he does Data. Mm-hmm. Uh, data in lore. Well, he's a synthetic, right? He's synthetic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, all all four of those make up this new android. Uh, he's got bits and pieces of all of them, and there's an internal struggle. Lore, you, you think Lore is going to sabotage the entire mission? Mm-hmm. Of, uh, oh man, he's he's bad news. Always has been. Yeah. But then you know, Data is programmed not to hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. He's always, yep. you know, peaceful and don't hurt anybody. Well, he finally. You know, during the whole skirmish where the changelings, Vatican, mm-hmm. all have taken over the Titan, and uh, they're they're basically trying to take over Starfleet, mm-hmm. uh, where, where, like I said, Frontier Day is is uh, is the goal, where all these ships are going to be together, so they can. Which, hmm? which also, they it's another big thing in Star Trek. You finally get to see the Enterprise F in live action for the first time. Yeah, and that was. You know, they announced the Enterprise F, you know, yeah. but before the season started and it was not mm-hmm. anything. I love seeing it on the screen. What little yeah. they showed of it. Well, it, technically it was its retirement ceremony. I was reading about that. Yeah. Like, I've been doing the deep dive. Apparently they were mm-hmm. retiring the F that day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have been a lifetime subscriber to Star Trek Online, the video mm-hmm. game, which is still going yep. um, for 10 years, I think now. And the Enterprise F was introduced a few years yeah. ago in Star Trek Online. So I've seen the ship before. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, so yeah, so I'm like, well, that's great. You know, it's, fine. it's good to see it finally on the screen and acknowledge. So if you didn't know that the Enterprise F existed before this season, it has been around for a few years Yeah, uh, in the game, Star Trek Online. But, uh, and, and I don't want to keep dragging this out. But anyway, uh, they, they, Lore is trying to, you know, help the changelings. But he's mm-hmm. he's trying to destroy everything that the next gen crew is doing. And Data finally, I guess, gets brave. Uh, and, well, and he outsmarts him. He he outsmarts Lore. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, as they're, they're fighting inside the inside the the android's head. His consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, yeah. There's one side that's Data. One side that's Lore. And there is a barrier. Mm-hmm. positronic barrier whatever set up in between the two personalities where they can't interact well Jordy, you know removes the mm-hmm. removes the barrier and hoping that data will pull off the impossible and finally take down lore for good which yeah. you think lore you see in the imagery more, yeah yeah data's disappearing and more is like haha i got you and then data's like well you've been taking all these gifts from me you're becoming me and yeah. mm-hmm. data overrides lore and yeah. becomes oh, the data man, we know and love that's great Except a much more human data, which yeah. I, I got so tickled when he started using contractions. Yes. I'm what? Data doesn't say I'm, it's always I am. So you that's how you get data back. And finally there's the shot in they, they finally get uh Deanna with them. Uh the whole crew. The whole crew comes together and they're there's they're in a shuttle, you know, and oh my gosh. It's like, oh, that's amazing. It's so wonderful to finally see all the next gen crew together. At the end of that next episode, <laughs> you learn that the Borg is using, uh, you learn through Jack's visions that it's the Borg that's responsible for uh, yep. basically creating organic, uh, organic, organic assimilation because they have yeah. infiltrated the transporter codes. Mm-hmm. So when 
you transport in and out and your DNA gets rearranged to show up somewhere else, the Borg assimilation and the change. It became a virus, yeah. Yeah, it became basically a, a virus. It was a dormant virus. They used like what, that instead of Picard's, what was it? Picard's uh, aromatic syndrome was not aromatic syndrome. It was what they introduced into him. Mm -hmm. And it just showed the symptoms of it. But as he, that was them planting the initial virus. Yeah. And then he passed it on biologically to Jack. Yep. And then therefore it started, and then it started, and then they used the changelings to introduce it into the transporter system. And yep. essentially, well, actually, I go where you're at. Sorry. No, 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 you're, you're. Well, let's say, and then, and then you get into, well, Jack's finally realized, you know, that he's going to give the Borg what they want, give him him. So he's mm -hmm. thinking he's saving everybody by giving himself. But then unfortunately, he is the catalyst for mm -hmm. awakening the what I call the anti-boomer Borg virus. Yeah, right. Because anyone, mm -hmm. it, apparently, there's a part of the brain that, that develops when mm -hmm. you're younger, and that's how that's how he was able to control, and that's what the Borg were using to control. Mm -hmm. them. Yeah. So essentially, anyone under the age of thirty was assimilated if they'd been transported. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, of course, when when they do introduce the Borg, there, there's a voice that's been calling to Jack yes. this entire time. It's Alice Krieger. It's the yep. The Borg Queen from First Contact. Was that her in the makeup too? No. Mm -mm. Okay. No, it's no, just her no, voice. I, I kept an eye on the credits for that one. She was okay. she was just the voice. Which it, she it looked which, like her. But yeah, she looked like her, and that version of the Borg Queen looked freaking awesome. Yeah. The the Borg look incredible now. Yes. Um, with all the and all the enhancements. And I really loved, and of course they they did get Jack, they did overtake him. You know, he became Vox. He became Vox, you know, which is the voice in which Latin. I love I love also that his implants on the side was just like look cute. Yeah. like they he knew what they were like doing. Lacuna. They knew what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, so it, it becomes, you know, all the crew members, uh all these younger crew members and all these ships on Frontier Day are becoming oh, oh, assimilated. Yes, all the ships are hardwired together now. That's yeah, yeah we forgot mm -hmm. to leave that out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and that that's that's a key point. Uh, all the ships are hardwired because they now they work in formation to form like this super group, super defensive shield. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now all the ships are taken over. They all communicate with each other as kind of a hive mind, like mm -hmm. the Borg, yeah. right? And the Borg's tapping into that makes yeah. it happen. Um, uh, Captain Shaw unfortunately meets his end, uh, and Seven's trying to take over the Titan, yeah. or she does take over the Titan finally to try to break away. But there's one ship, yeah. That you don't know what they're doing, but they're uh, the next gen crew. They're going to the the. They're trying to get to the space dock where all the old ships are stored. Yes. Yeah, they're they're going to the fleet museum because Jordy's like, I got something. I know yeah. how we can do this. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, yeah. The end of the penultimate episode when they're going back. I'm on the couch, <laughs> and I'm like. They're going back to the fleet museum to get an old ship. And I'm like, okay, are they going to get in Voyager? Yeah. And I'm like, that would be really cool. And then my brain switched. Oh, wait, the Enterprise A is sitting there. Mm -hmm. Are they going to get Kirk's ship? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be the next gen crew on Kirk's ship? And I'm just <laughs> loving this. I'm like, oh, yeah. this is great. They get to the, to the fleet museum, the space dock. And the doors are opening and it's a slow opening. And you're like, okay. Well, we saw the Enterprise A sitting outside, so it's not going to be the Enterprise A. And uh, yeah. then it hit me. I'm like, no. Yeah. There's there's <laughs> no way those doors open and you see a black silhouette. Of a galaxy? A galaxy-class ship. 
and I screamed. <laughs> he did scream. Jess, what, what was your phrase, Jess? Uh, I was going to say, I, I regret not filming Brock while watching this episode. Mm. I mean, he screamed like a girl. Yeah. He literally. really did. I will not but recreate like, that. He was, he, this was fangirl squeal. Well, like it was for me, I went from excitement to confusion because I'm like, after seeing, you know, generations, I'm like, how, yeah. how, how? Well, no, he did the same thing. Because <laughs> how? He, this he, is also about how. He's sitting there going, how? And then all of a sudden, Picard says, how? Yeah. You know, yeah. so, <laughs> yeah. And Jordy's like, well, a little thing called the prime directive. Mm-hmm. We can't yeah. leave, can't leave our, uh, can't leave Starfleet, Starfleet technology on a, foreign planet so we had to go back and get the saucer section so jordy during his time of running this fleet museum just had a little side project yeah. uh, just a little stri- fixer up or side project stripping off some nacelles from another galaxy class ship and I, I forget, yeah, I, forgot what, I forgot what the body was from I, oh what ship was that they said it was i can't remember i can't remember either but yeah uh, jordy rebuilt the enterprise d which had zero connection to the current day yeah. uh starfleet uh, which was be- which was also it was very reinforced when they transferred the command to it and of course as you just witnessed as you got her in her ranch eating glory yeah jail say mm-hmm. I, I know they used yeah it said uh, tra- uh, command of the enterprise transferred to john luke picard mm-hmm. and it was her i was like oh uh, man i cried mm-hmm. uh, matter of fact <laughs> before she spoke I looked at Jess, yeah. I'm like, are they going to get Majel? Mm-hmm. And then she spoke, and i yeah. went, yeah. Majel! <laughs> yep. Oh, dude, I was crying buckets. And they, they had to recreate the entire bridge of the Enterprise-D. They did an excellent job. They were spot mm-hmm. on. They even brought in uh, Andrew Probst, I believe is his name, yeah. that designed the, mm-hmm. the bridge and designed the Enterprise. And they brought him, I saw an interview afterwards, and they brought him in, and he's like, oh my gosh, you nailed every detail of this thing. They recreated it to a T. The only, the original, the one original part is the dedication plaque. That's mm-hmm. the only original part. That makes sense. Dedication plaque was from the original, was from the original show that they put in there. And but yeah, I was reading about it, like they said, like a couple of things were different. Like you know, they instead of using incandescent bulbs to light up the uh, the the, mm-hmm. the L cars panels, that was it was of course LED. But I, LED, I think yeah. they they made them bright, but not too bright. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it, and they animated. Yeah. You know. Oh, it was, dude, I, oh. I, I was screaming and crying <laughs> uh, with, with, when the D was there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that, that, that's when we told Bo, dude, you yeah. can't have, you can't have what's just happening spoiled. Stop mm-hmm. what you're doing. I do not yep. care. Give up family time. Give up eating. <laughs> don't sleep. Watch this yeah. show well, it was it was good. Like I said, they and cool. The other little detail was they left all the uh, the burnt scarring on the <laughs> front of the, the, the of the saucer section from where it crashed. Yeah, and, th- <laughs> and that's another thing in the uh, in the Otoy Otoy. I don't know yeah. how you pronounce. It. In their video, it starts out you're you're it starts out you're looking kind of like a down a canyon. There's a mm-hmm. river going through, and you're like, "Well, this is a beautiful shot." And then you see a shuttlecraft fly overhead, and the shot is the skid mark on Viridian three is leading to the, the enterprise D saucer section. And so you see crew members working on the saucer section. So like I said, they're, they're trying to fill in holes in the star Trek story. Yeah. You know, from this. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's part of that video, that two minute yeah. video as well, where Spock yeah. is, but um, yeah. And of course the final episode. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. What a way to go out, man. <laughs> That that's where you have the whole big thing with the 
with the Borg Queen. You find in his Alice Krika voicing her and Man. Go ahead, y'all just talk about the final episode. I'm reminiscing. <laughs> well, I mean, it's 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 very good. You get to see, it's it's wonderful. You get to see the original crew have mm-hmm. one last big important mission. You have you get to see the Enterprise D basically go yeehaw through through a board board cube and they're also good youtube videos out there right now that have taken yes. that scene and adding uh music to it i've seen one holding out for a hero i've seen <laughs> one that's uh, sabotage by beastie boys so of course sabotage is the multi-layers with the kelvin but of course <laughs> with us being southerners my favorite one has been Freebird. i haven't seen that <laughs> oh wow i haven't seen that one either I, I kind of wish they would have kind of like, you know, when uh, Data said he could fly, you know, <laughs> they could have been funny and been like offered Troy and been like, no, no, no. Last time you flew this thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it, it's uh, the uh, like, of course, they, they ride. Of course, you have an away team of of, of Picard, Riker and Worf. Mm-hmm. They go on inside. They go they're the, trying to take it, take him out. They, they're yeah. try, they're, they're going to be the, the boots on the ground, which, you know, Picard kind of goes to well, he wants to save Jack. It's personal in both ways. And it's it's a Borg cube that's sitting in the gaseous atmosphere of Jupiter. Yeah, and that's where they're having to go, and they're using that as a as a hiding spot. Mm-hmm. Jack is that's what it, yeah. it's it's serving the Borg cube is serving as a transmitter to all the Borg out yeah. in the galaxy, and Jack's is Jack is basically Locutus giving the commands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. It's it's and it like it's it's really cool like and like I thought we weren't going to see actually any Borg drones but they gave us some there. Mm-hmm. See, this is made me think. This is what made me think also. Once I realized the Borg were involved, I kept waiting for them to be using the changelings because you know some of them could have a physical. You know, they could have a physical presence because that's kind of technically that's one species the Borg would probably have a hard time assimilating. You know, because mm-hmm. they're they're liquid. Yeah, man, how they did that was so beautiful. Like there's so many like I guess they, they they whoever wrote this season took over like I said the that ten fifteen years era of Star Trek and made something special. It's all Terry Metalis, man. He and all the ships they had, but the the, the gut wrencher line mm-hmm. for me is when Picard, you know, the Borg Queen is telling him, yeah. you know, you're tough luck. You you he is he he's you pull all his cords out. Yeah. yeah, while he's while he's transmitting instructions to the board, you're gonna you're yeah, gonna man. kill him. He's gonna be stuck in there, and Picard knows better, so he pulls out one of his <laughs> one of Vox's cables yep. and rams it in his own head. Yep, and, and that was very cool seeing the inside of the the collective hive mind. For yeah, once. but the 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 line that that got me, I was already in a blubbering mess yeah. watching this thing <laughs> because I was just so in love with seeing everybody back. But you know. When Picard is trying to convince him to come out of the collective yeah. and trying to get his son back. And he just looked at him and said, I will stay with you to the end. You have changed my life forever. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, oh, from, from the dad to the son. Yep. From a son he didn't know he had, you know, just a few moments mm-hmm. season wise ago that, mm-hmm. you know, well, that's. That tugged my heart so hard. Well, that's also the one thing that was one of the other big story arcs because you know Picard didn't know he was there. He always talked like Starfleet was the family he only needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there and there's times you see where Jack had reached out to him beforehand, and not mm-hmm. knowing it was him. Right. Yeah. And- Golly, man, it's a. But yeah, ultimately, Borg go down. Everything gets restored to Starfleet. You know, all everybody 
changes back to normal and that at the end you see you see seven of nine now captain seven of nine she takes control of the enterprise, enterprise g, g. <laughs> the the renamed titan mm-hmm. yeah yeah now the enterprise g and so yeah. i really hope i hope they give us a legacy series i, I, I legacy series. have a strong feeling one will be coming yeah because now jack it's, jack's part of her crew mm-hmm. yeah and um and I hope that they'll get all the other characters from Deep Space Nine and everyone else kind of a, to give them their final due. You know, next gen's had their go. Let's let Deep Space Nine guys have a few one last time. And yeah, and unfortunately, Renee won't be able to. Yeah, yeah. He passed a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Cisco's it, out there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, Worf's still available. Yeah. Um. But he he goes to bed early these days. Yeah, he fell asleep on the bridge. <laughs> That's what. As soon as I said that, I thought of Jessica. I was like, "Yep, warps, warps, warps channeling his inner Jessica." He is right. my spirit animal now. Mm-hmm. For Have sure. you seen the great memes of him all asleep like in Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh geez. But that, as we alluded to, talking you know back yeah. about Huntsville with with John Delancey. Um, you know, Q made a return in the after credit scene. Jack. After the credits went out, Jack is there and Q, he turns around and Q's there. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you've got many more adventures in you. Yeah. Like, I hope so. Made me think, I'm sorry we jumped back around, but I forgot about one of the other little Easter eggs that, like, I I lost, my wife saw me lose my mess, my mind over, was uh, when they were de- dealing with Moriarty on the day stream. Yes. He kept, <laughs> and he kept talking about this earworm stuck in his head and it was, Pops. Pop goes the weasel. weasel from yeah. when I was like, oh. Because <laughs> I've watched Encounter at Farpoint like eight million times. Like that, it's, even though it's a little cheesy by today's standards, it is still such a great introduction. Yeah, yeah. and like, like mm-hmm. it was just all that stuff. Like, like I said, they, right. it was like it was seven years, three movies, and they combined it into one season and everything involved with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. They they wrapped up Next Generation beautifully. They they gave that crew a proper send off. I, I I want I want like the Next Gen crew. Th- their story can be done. That's fine. But yeah. give me more legacy. Mm-hmm. That's what I've always mm-hmm. wanted from Trek. Outside of Strange New Worlds, which I'm loving to death, which we will be hopefully discussing here very soon. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so legacy, give me more of that. I want Trek to move forward. That's what I, mm-hmm. I've always enjoyed about it. Yeah, right. Jerry and Jack, or uh, Seven of Nine and Jack, um, mm-hmm. yes, need this. Yeah, John uh, John Delancey needs this. <laughs> we need more Q. Yes, I need, and at least just and lately give us some of the other characters from mm-hmm. Voyager, Deep Space mm-hmm. Nine, some time to go. I need, I need, I need Captain Captain Harry Kim finally. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe he got maybe he got past. Maybe got <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, well, uh, as you can tell, episode. we huh? This has been a super size X X episode yeah we had uh Season almost 40 minutes of patreon content we've got uh three a total of three hours and 11 minutes we've been sitting here three hours and 12 minutes so hopefully we haven't ruined your three hours yeah. we don't want to ruin you <laughs> but we hope you've enjoyed it like i said we're not going to do any more plugs we're going to we're going to cut out of here and yeah, let you guys is- have your time back um we all got work early in the morning and <laughs> it's an hour later than we usually record yeah, yeah it is <laughs> Uh, it doesn't feel like it's been three hours no it doesn't <laughs> and we hope it has it to you we we've yeah. just enjoyed this but kevin will be back next time from the land down under uh we thank him for for checking in and sending us some cool videos there at the beginning and uh 
we just appreciate you hanging in here with us and listening. I mean, you only get us once every two weeks, so hopefully you can, you know, break up the time during a couple of days and where we don't bore you to death. <laughs> we start, We love Star Trek, if you can't tell. All yeah. three of us are massive Trek nerds, and mm-hmm. Trekkers and Trekkies and Trekkits. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we Trek ourselves before we wreck ourselves. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, but we're going to cut out of here. Thank you yeah. so much for joining us for this uh, supersized episode. We hope you enjoyed it. And um, if you haven't watched Picard, sorry, watch we spoiled it. everything, but go watch it. Just do yourself a hey, favor. Hey, we warned them for that you listen to this. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't, then go watch it and just enjoy it. It's if you love Next Generation and like Bo said, Deep Space Nine and Voyager, all that, you're, you're in for a treat if you haven't seen it. Yeah. But uh, we will reconvene later in May. Hope you have a good uh, beginning of your month. We'll see you around the middle of the month. Mm -hmm. And uh, for Jessica and Bo, I'm Brock. Yeah. Thanks for being with us. And we'll catch you next time. All right. Bye. Good night. Bye. Bye. Bye.